All right. Hey, guys, this is How to Win in Court Without a Liar. This is Dave Horowitz. I'll be your host tonight. Uh, tonight we'll be talking about statism and how it is the religion of the world and how it forces its beliefs on everyone and how it is up to you to create a separation between you or the church and statism. And you can decide whether or not, uh, you know, you're going to have your trust in God, and that is a trust. Uh, you have the grantor, you're the trustee, and the beneficiary. Or you're going to be in trust with the government, uh, which was created in deceit and through lies and deception. You know, and again, when you're, uh, you're trusting the government, you're trusting in man, because that's all that the government is. It's, it's, it's man, okay, or groups of them. Anyway, uh, the, church, uh, the separation between church and state is a separation of two very different religions. Um, and, and really, people get caught up in it because of, of a mis, misplacement of trust, I would call it. Um, you know, trusting in themselves... That's part of it, the, the ability to uh, take part in, in your own rule and, and how you rule your own life, supposedly. Uh, again, it's, it's an illusion of that. Um, that's my take on voting. But, uh, you know, the, the commerce system, that Babylonian slave system, okay, that is the world. This has been passed on from Babylon uh, Tower of Babel, man tries to, you know, uh, climb as high as, as God so that, you know, they can be like God. And, you know, it's, it's age old. Okay. Uh, Isaiah fourteen thirteen and 14 said, But you said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven. I will raise my throne above the stars of God. And, if, and I will sit on the mount of assembly in the recent, uh, excuse me, in the recesses of the north, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will make myself like the Most High. Okay? And, and that was the adversary's, uh, <laughs> the reason why the adversary fell from heaven, fell from grace. Um, former Undersecretary of State, 1928. The guy's name was Reuben Clark, Jr., said on September 25th, 1949, the slaves of statism must know no power, no authority, no source of blessing, no God, but the state. Okay, and that was the undersecretary of state. <laughs> okay, right before uh, this whole system turned into what it is now, the birth certificate was introduced, uh, the, the creation of the Enligus person, uh, the Federal Reserve Banking Fiat System. Uh, it is because we say it, say because we say it is, like we spoke about last week. So anyway, I wanted to make some comparisons between uh, religion and statism or government. Uh, people who who believe in government as their savior, okay, and that's what they do believe, okay. Uh, religion, people, I want to, I want to, uh, clarify this a little bit. 
when I say religion, I'm saying man's attempt to understand God. Okay? That's what I mean by religion. And uh, <laughs> government is, is man's attempt to be God. So when I, when I talk about religion, I'm talking about man's attempt to really understand God and, and their relationship to God. So religion, God makes the law. Government, man makes the law. Okay, religion requires obedience. Government requires obedience. In religion, God is the judge. In government, man makes the judgments. In religion, God created mankind. In government, government created a kind of mankind that it calls person. Okay. All right. It's a golem. We spoke about that in the past as well. Okay. And the reason why they created that uh, birth certificate and the Enrigus person is so they can have somebody to control, somebody to worship them. Okay. Religion, you don't violate God's laws because it's a sin. In government, you don't violate man's laws because it's a sin. Uh, in religion, they're, you know, religions of all kinds. They, they, they set up idols. They've got temples, uh, items and things of worship, okay? Uh, you've got your flags, okay? In the government side, you've got your idols, your temples, your items of worship, right? Your flags, your constitutions, your holy books. All of that is, is, is you know, <laughs> it, it, it's very much the same, very much the same. Uh, you can see a picture uh, or a uh, watch a video of uh, you know politicians doing their thing, and then people are all up in arms and you know clapping and raising their hands up and you know hanging sign you know waving signs. Okay, as a tribute. Okay, it's worship. Okay, they worship politicians. They worship the system itself. Okay. Uh, talk to soldiers that, that, you know, who legitimately took an oath and were serious about defending what they thought is their country, okay? But, uh, you know, they, they are sold out, sold out to this government and even and, and literally sold out. They become property of, okay? That's total convert. So... You know, both in religion, there's a requirement for tribute. And uh, in, in government, there's absolutely a requirement for tribute. And tribute is an act, statement, or gift that is intended to show gratitude, respect, or admiration. Where payment made periodically uh, by one state or ruler to another especially as a sign of dependence, allegiance, or submission. So, I mean, you can see that. People are, you know, uh, religious folk are, are, are you know, uh, dependent on God. They try to depend on God. Um, they uh, show an allegiance toward, you know, who they believe is their God. Uh, they will submit to their God's rules. Well, it's the same thing with government, Okay. In the welfare state, the dependence, uh, especially now with what's going on, okay? 
allegiance, right? Yeah, pledge allegiance every morning for the you know the first twelve years of your life. Okay, and submission. <laughs> they expect you because they're wearing a costume or it's have you know uh, you know operating under some title. Okay, they they expect you to submit to them. Statism is the manifestation, and this is a definition, not mine. Statism is the manifestation of a given political system in which the state has almost absolute centralized control over social and economic affairs. Okay, that's their definition of statism, and I don't think it's even close to describing all of what statism is. Basically, statism is government, and government is men acting as if they are God. Okay? (laughs) I'm going to say that again. Government is men acting as if they are God over everybody else, their neighbors. I am the law. How many many of you ever heard that? I'm the law. Right? I've heard judges say it. I've heard cops say it. They believe that they are the law, which puts them above you, which totally contradicts their own religious documents, their constitution. All right? Government claims to birth you, clothe you, feed you, educate you, house you, defend you, protect you, heal you, right? With their health care, we can do this. Uh, Wear a mask, whatever, you know? Uh, provide you with a meaning beyond yourself. And and I've talked to many soldiers and that's, you know, I wanted to be a part of something bigger than myself is one of the, you know, one of the main things that I hear from them, you know, as to why they joined their cult of statism. And we're willing to die for it. <coughs> it's pretty sad. But they, they claim to care for you and guide you, right? They tell you what you can and can't do. Uh, they, they claim the right to rule or make rules for you or on your behalf, right? as if you made them yourself. Uh, and that's the illusion of the, the religion of statism, that, that you are, you know, you are the people, you're the sovereign, uh, that you are the one that makes all the rules, <laughs> okay, which makes you powerful beyond God. It makes you like God, okay, which is fine if it's making rules up for yourself. But none of us have a right to make up rules for anybody else other than ourselves. <laughs> they offer you the world, right? Politicians, I mean, it's, it's everywhere I turn right now and everywhere we all turn right now. Uh, we see it on, you know, every, everywhere we go. <laughs> they're offering you the world. Oh, you know, we're going to do this for you, and we'll do this for you. And, you know, as their nose are growing, growing and growing, you know, far past uh, their line of sight from all the lies that they're offering you. Okay? They offer you the world. Those are, those are the, some of the things that government claims that it can do. Okay? And then it claims that government is you. And it is. Uh, it's in, in if you want to say that it's men acting as if they're God over others. Anyway, Luke five uh, four five through eight. The adversary took him up 
showed him the inst uh, oh, excuse me showed him in an instant all of the kingdoms of the world and said to him I will give you all this power and glory that has been handed over to me and I can give it over to whomever I choose so if you will worship me it will all be yours Yeshua answered him and said, and the Tanakh says, worship Adonai your God and serve him only. Okay, and this is the choice that's being put before all of us every day, okay, is who are we going to trust? Right? Are we going to trust government and, and their deceitful trust, <laughs> you know, one that we didn't have even a part in creating? Uh or are we going to, you know, we're going to trust God. At least, you know, there's some benevolence there. There's some legitimacy there. There's no legitimacy in what they're offering. Okay, the offer, you know, the Bible says that the world is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Okay? So it's only turned over for to the adversary for a time. So basically I would contend that uh, the worship of the state and the belief that the state can save you is statism. Okay? It's state worship. It's politician worship. Oh, I mean, it makes me sick to my stomach to hear these people, oh, I love Trump, and, you know, God bless Trump, and uh, Trump or Biden or whoever politician, you know, whatever turd politician you want to talk about, uh, people go nuts. They're starstruck. They think they're in the presence of, uh, of absolute royalty. It's disgusting. It is the exact temptation as above, the same offer to have the kingdoms of the world given to you. If you'll just worship the adversarial system or adversary of whom the world system was given for a time, you control who rules by your vote. <laughs> so... That's the illusion of control that's given to you. Who's going to be the leader of the free world? <laughs> Is there one? <laughs> so, you know, the adversary was trying to entice Yeshua into a trust relationship, a covenant, a contract, and it was through deception. The offer <laughs> to, for man to be like God, uh, to make laws, to declare judgments, to reshape the world, to fit in its own you know, fit its own little desires in. And because a man's desire to exercise control or sovereignty over his neighbors, okay, that's the reason for this ridiculous uh, strife and, and advers uh, adversity among, among men. Okay? Man can't do it. Man can't, you know, speak to, you know, the hearts of others, you know, can't put something in the minds of others. Yeah, you can through indoctrination, uh, and that's what they've done, okay? But it's through indoctrination. It's not direct speaking to your heart. It's it's external commands. It's external orders. Obey, obey, obey. It's you know, it's it's constant, and it has to be constant <laughs> because as soon as you stop and look you know, away and are, are, are distracted, you know, away from that, you start to think that this is not legitimate. All right, so. You know, only God can speak to the hearts and minds of men, causing them to look inside themselves. Uh, and man can only appeal externally to the neighbors. Okay? God's commands can and should be written in our hearts and minds. Okay? 
and it causes us to, to change our ways and, and, you know, but when man tries to command other men or women, okay, he can't reach the heart and mind to influence it. Okay. And that's why it has to be turned to external influence. Government is force. It is violence. It is the, it is the, uh, it has a monopoly on violence or so it would, uh, would claim for itself. All right. And a monopoly on who can judge and who can make up the rules. Okay. With that power, they become God over others. Okay. If you're making up the rules for somebody else, you're playing God for over that other person. The only one that you have the right to make up rules for is yourself. Maybe your children. And even then, you know, uh, you know, you still shouldn't uh, be looking to control or, or govern your neighbor. Okay, so the state is violence and force, and man, uh, in his desire to control his neighbors, uses the force of the state to exact their own will on others and play God over them through the ballot box, uh, you know. Uh, and and if they're, you know, if they're polished turd wins, then you know, well, maybe some of the things that they agree with will get forced on their neighbors. Okay. Um, through the ballot box, okay? Uh, by proxy, they get to, you know, force others to do what they want them to do. And there's, and there's, and there's nothing legitimate about that, okay? So you combine the, the, uh, with the force and violence monopolized by government, statism offers a way to uh, basically force your will on others and change them through invalid contracts, covenants, and false trusts, okay? It's not trust when I put a gun to your head and say, you've got to, you know, give me all your stuff and let me manage it for you. And if you don't, I'm going to put you in a cage or shoot you and just take it anyway. There's no trust there. There's no relationship there. It's fear. It's threats and it's force. And then if you were, you know, in, 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 in the world we live in, if you were to defend yourself against those ridiculous demands, you would be considered a, a, a criminal. You know, how dare that one not want to, you know, be part of the collective and, and, and do their part. Okay. And you're looked at as the bad guy for defending yourself against violence. There's nothing legitimate about that. Force cannot establish a trusting relationship. Only love can do that. Only love can do that. Okay? And I'm sorry, this, guy, this is going to be, you know, one of, one of the shorter lessons uh, that I've done, and we'll open it up to uh, questions. It's been a, an extremely uh, long, <laughs> rough week for me. But I, I want to I end it with this. Do you believe that governments or their agents love you? Or do you believe they just want you to worship them as gods or as God over you? And that's it on my notes for today. I mean, we can open it up to uh, this topic 
or any other topic that you guys would like to discuss, I will keep my eyes open long enough today to, if we want to stick around for the full three hours, I will answer all as, as many questions as I can. Um, we can discuss whatever topics you would like, and I will open up the floor to anybody who has any questions. Nobody? This is going to be a real short show. <laughs> David, this is Dwayne from New Mexico. Hey, Dwayne, how are you? Pretty good. Hey, man, the, um, the acting prosecutor did not want to be served and threw the papers back at me. <clears throat> they wouldn't let me in the oh, building. Uh, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, the acting, uh, the prosecutor for the, their police department uh, would not want to be served. And so I, I ended up uh, having to send in the file uh, from outside the building because they wouldn't let me in. But he uh, had a warrant issued for me from uh, from uh, inside. And uh, at this moment, uh, what 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 would you suggest I do? Well, when the other day you were going to give them the notice, I mean, send it in to the, to the judge, right, along with yep. the uh, memorandum. Yep, and that did uh, – the lady up front that said you can't come in here said that she um, personally delivered that to the, uh, the guy named Stanley, the judge named Stanley. <laughs> okay. So I would call there tomorrow and uh, – Asked to speak to the judge or the judge's uh, secretary and find out what's going on and uh, make them aware that uh, you were there, just were not allowed to enter the building. They wouldn't let you in. Okay, and, and what about uh, you? Well, and you wanted to make sure that, the, that he got his, you know, got served the judicial notice because that's the only reason you were there to begin with. Right. Uh, what happens with the uh, prosecutor that did not want to be served? Well, didn't you say that you got him on camera throwing it back at you? Yes, I did. And uh, walking off, going back into the building saying that I will be a, a warrant issued for your arrest. And you got and it all was, on tape? I got it all videoed, yep. Recorded. Yeah. I throw it on a disc and send it to the judge. Uh, mail it in, like, well, how would I do that? Again, I would, I would mail, I would mail it to the clerk for evidence for that, whatever case number. Okay. He the refused to take notice. He refused to take notice of his own boss's memorandum. Right. Well, <laughs> he's obviously not acting, uh, you know, uh, within his authority. He's acting ultra-virus, outside of his authority. Didn't even want to follow or hear anything about what his boss had to say. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, again, you, you didn't, you're not asking the court. To, to, you're not asking to move the court. You're not asking them to do anything except to take notice of what you've sent to them. 
and right. it's a judicial it was judicial notice they don't have the right to dismiss it they don't have the right to not accept it okay it's material right. evidence in a case so i am sending it back to you if he was the prosecutor and not accepting it then he's tampering with material evidence that you're trying to enter into the case right I wrote on a piece of paper to the um, when they pulled over the um, car, the lady that I was helping out on her house. When they pulled over that car and they pulled me, or they didn't pull me, but I asked to get their supervisor and their uh, supervisor and uh, three other um, police were there uh, surrounding us. Uh, they wouldn't let me back in the car, and they started grabbing my my hand, my left hand and my right hand, and um, I wrote, they gave me a piece of paper. They said, write, give, me your, give us your name, give us your name. And I put down on right, a piece of paper. Were you a passenger in that vehicle? What's that? You were a passenger. I said you were a passenger in the vehicle. You weren't driving, correct? I was in the back seat, yep. Yeah. And I was so wearing a seat belt. You're not required to. You're an adult. Not only that, you're not required to have identification to be a passenger. Uh, you know, riding in, in a vehicle. And even that was even it. if the driver was required to have a license, you're not. Right, and I, I don't carry any ID or driver's license on me. Um, I wrote on a piece of paper that I put I-man, first name of the um, last name family, and put under duress, force, threat of force, and coercion, all rights reserved, and I gave that to them. And, and they, they ended up, you. and they threw that away, and only took my names off of it, and then um, uh, arrested me from there. Did you have that on video? I did not have that on video. My phone was on the um, the panel, the car, the uh, their their unit. I had like a, a knife that I used for work, and then I had uh, keys and little odds and ends for um the the job that I was doing for that lady, and one of them was my phone was on the on I can't say this enough. Any time that you have an interaction with an agent of government, film it. Right. Film it. it it's going to protect I, you. <laughs> I'd stick, right. you stick How, that right out there in front of them. I'm filming this for my protection and for evidence, material evidence in this, any case or action that you bring against me. Right. That uh, is my right. The lady that was driving her car, she was the one that was filming it, but then she doesn't have it now. She can't seem to retrieve it. Um, how the, the video that they have, how would you get that from them? Is that uh, last time of, I did that? Part of discovery, you, can, you know, if you're going through processes, if you're going to follow their process, it's part of discovery. And you're entitled to discovery, so all it really is is you asking for what evidence do you have, uh, you know, and, and if they don't add it, you say, well, hey, you know what, you guys are, you know, the guys that harassed, assaulted, and, and kidnapped me, they had cameras on, and I want those videos. Right. Right. Another thing you can always do, pardon me if I can butt in here, you you I'm need to ask for, for their for their RAS, which is their reasonable articulable suspicion. 
You also have to have PC, which is probable cause. Even to, to uh, you know, basically, if, if they don't see you commit a crime or they don't have reason to suspect you of going on your way to commit a crime, then they have nothing to do. It's all offered a contract at that point. Well, it's all right. offered that, a contract anyway. It's all offered a contract anyway. Not to I mean, unless you're a criminal. Well, I mean, if they catch you committing a crime, yes. But again, yeah. if you're riding, if you're riding in the back seat of a car and the car is pulled over for right. whatever reason, that you're not, you couldn't have been uh, in suspicion no of committing a crime. Oh, it's retarded. It's absolutely okay. absolute piracy and mutiny. They um, not told us they get anyway. It's always what they say is the law. Jurisdiction is what they say it is. This is why you need to know your law, what you believe is law, and be able to express that, which is why I created that document in the first place, which is so much easier to use. Yep. You know, I mean, and, and you know what, you, uh, Dwayne, you get hassled by these guys quite a bit in the, you know, in the small area you're in. I would be right. carrying the, the, and you started to. I know you did. Start carrying the memorandum and us with you. Uh, um, go ahead and give me testimony of how it worked on the bus. Yeah, right. That I have. I have. I, yes, I made like a uh, eight stacks of them of uh, copies of that and the memorandum, and I carry them with me. Not them, but at least one at a time to make sure that I'm not empty-handed with that and the camera as well. The reason right. why they stopped was they said that 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 lady's car. Uh, the dealer plates was covering the um, registration tags, and that was the whole reason why they stopped. And once they got me out of the picture, they tried to get her to sign the waiver, and they told her, I'm not signing that. And so she ended up filing a, um, a counter complaint against them, and she delivered the um, complaint and their um, business cards to me last night. So that's, awesome. that's what so I have. You put that in as well. You can put that into your into that file as well. And again, I would I would send the video that you took of the uh, prosecutor who was you know uh, basically right. derelict in his duties, along with um, you know her her uh, affidavit or or uh, you know her version of what happened, her statement right to the case file. Okay. Don't even go in. Just send it certified mail. Stay away from there. <laughs> I know. Okay, man. I'm gonna um, open the floor back up, and I'll get with you again in the, um, within by the latter part of this week or midweek. Okay, David. Sounds good. All Thanks right, for bro. your input. Likewise. Hey, Dave. And the other guy too. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, this is Daniel. Hey, Daniel. Hey, greetings. I'm just listening greetings. to Dwayne's story, and I'm just reminded of. Um, I know that uh, their pro their process is not our interest, and uh, they're, they have, but they're, just for whatever it's worth, they have um, a duty to disclose what's called exculpatory evidence. And they, there's the Supreme Court case that they're allegedly bound to Brady versus Maryland to provide you exculpatory evidence. So the Brady. Um, a Brady motion would be in order for somebody, if uh, he said the woman's doing counterclaim, she could have access to 
all of the video footage of, of anything to stop. But one of the things that's really interesting for a traffic stop to have to occur, they must be involved in traffic. Now here in Arkansas, their own um, rules for their public servants, known as Arkansas Stat uh, Code, defines that uh, commerce means trade, traffic, or transportation. That is a direct quote out of the Arkansas Code. Commerce <laughs> means trade, traffic, or transportation. So if they're claiming you are in uh, being a traffic stop, they're claiming you're in ca uh, uh, commerce. If they're claiming oh, you're uh, in transportation, you're in commerce. Uh, trade, uh, trade, you're in commerce. Anything to do with any of those three, you're in commerce. Now, that being said, where is the evidence in the purview of the uh, initial arresting officer or d the duty officer, whoever stopped them, that there was a bill of lading or any commercial activity that took place to apply the vehicle code to that situation? Just a thought. Absolutely. I'm throwing it out there. Because uh, and, you know, and, it, right there is due process and, and and reasonable suspicion of a crime had to be commercial, right? All crimes are commercial, so right, it had to be in, had to be in commerce. And if you weren't acting in commerce, which your motion clearly states that you are not, and I, excuse me, not your motion, but your 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 notice clearly states you're not acting in commerce. Which should shut the whole thing down. Right, right. No, no, no transportation, no traffic, no trade, no statutes can be applied to the driver or the passenger or anybody having to do with that. And um, I just want to just say this and encourage. I, I, I don't know how you navigate through being pure to your cause and and making sure you're not relying upon the statutes of men. But these are their rules that right. they're bound to, and I've seen, them bo um, I've seen them bow to this information. I've got very good testimonials of the use of this. This is not just a theory. I've seen it work, so I yield. All right, Daniel. You're, 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 you're not really, I don't think you're really appealing to their codes. You're reminding them of their own codes. And I wanted to, I wanted to bring this up before. The, at Disney, I mean, the movies show us a lot of truth, right? Disney told us that the pirates, if you remind them of their own rules, they, they are honorable to that degree. Um, you know, the pirates of the Caribbean, right? You see them. It, it just, it's far hilarity. Away. Yeah, far away. So, right. you know, uh, if, if, if you just, you know, it, it, again, you're not, you're not, you know, to know that your enemy is the best. You're not. You're not asking to get saved by it. You're just. You're just. Um, you know, Yeshua. Even <laughs> when he was, he was. Uh, he was about to be thrown off a cliff by an angry mob, right? And he, and he, because he said he was the son of God. And they, and uh, he says, "Whoa, whoa!" And he appealed to their own interpretation of Psalm 82, not necessarily the interpretation of Psalm 82 through the Spirit. But their own interpret or their own understanding of it, and um, and with that, uh, I'll just I'll back off. Well, go. Uh, it's funny you brought that up, Brian, because I was just reading that scripture today as well. Uh, it was in Nazareth, right before, <laughs> or excuse me, right after. Uh, he said this the scripture. You know, he's reading from Isaiah. This scripture has been fulfilled in your presence today. 
And uh, that's when the angry mob tried to throw him off a cliff, and he walked straight back through the whole mob, walked right through him, because mm-hmm. he knew his own authority. The authority that we walk in is similar. And this is where we have to decide, you know, are we going to just allow them to, uh, you know, confer this trust on us that, you know, it's so one-sided, and it's, you know, we want to manage your stuff. It's not that we care about you, okay? We want to manage your stuff so that we can take it and, and, and have control over it and you. We want to be God over you. The reason why they were going to throw him off a cliff because, you know, and Yeshua said, he said that, uh, you know, a prophet is not uh, recognized, <laughs> you know, in his home. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So again, I mean, they're not going to roll over easy, but like Daniel said, they will bow down because if you ask the right questions, they don't want to cut. They're going to say dismissed. We're, we're going to give it up. We don't want it getting out. Why? Okay. And we're not going to openly say that we have no authority over you. And if you're asking them, what authority do you have over me, and prove it, and they have nothing to prove it with, then they would much rather let you be the one that gets away and leave you alone so that you, you know, don't come back into their courtroom and, 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 and share truth and expose their false, deceitful trust. Uh-huh. Right. You want to ask King or as King. And, and it, it's that exact confidence that you're talking about, that, that, that sure, that being sure of who you are in, in the authority that the, that the king of all creation has given you. Uh, right. You want to stand, you know, you want to stand. And then, and they, you know, they, they're, used to, they're used to the sheeple. They're used to the, the submissive attitude and the spirit. I mean, they can sense that. And we can all sense the spirit. So if you stand on your feet as a man standing in law, or in truth, uh, you know, that's kind of the whole mentality or the, the whole uh, approach or emotional spirit that we want to have. It's the attitude. Yeah, you're coming up confident in who you are and who you're not. You know, you can, you go in there and, and, and my biggest issue with, with teaching folks to, to, to manage their own affairs is they get to that courtroom and they start to stutter and their knees start to shake and they... You know, and, and, and they're nervous, visibly nervous. A predator, if you walked, you know, if you walked up to a lion and then you, and, and, and you see it and you become extremely scared, it smells that fear and it attacks. You're done. You're, you're, you're dinner. And, well, <laughs> and they're no different. They're no different. They see hundreds, if not thousands of people every week that they are, you know, and they can visibly see who they're, you know, who's afraid of them and who's not. And very rare well, they come across somebody who's not. This is why I always suggest you can spend time in a courtroom. Go in there. Watch them. Watch the people in there, the ones acting as if they're God, and see how human they are. Yep, that's what I was going to say. In the courtroom, it's designed to bring a sense of solemnity and the sense of awe and power that the, the church is also designed around. And then these are the same people at root. You know, at the, they're not the yep. brand of Yeshua, that's for sure. Uh, 
but no, so, yeah, the rulers they're, they're, of Rome. <laughs> yeah, it's Rome. It's ultimately Rome. You know, at the end of the day, but it's Babylon, right? Right, <laughs> right, right. They built, you know, they built the Tower of Babel to go up and 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 see God face to face and be like God. And, it, and it's the no. same thing. It, it hasn't changed. Governments have been, is, you know, instituted to play God over other people's lives, and every single one of them is the same in that regard. You know, I don't. They may go about it a little bit differently. You know, but no, you know, I mean, even if you take it, you know, go and see. You know, if you're claiming to be a judge, if you're claiming to be a lawgiver, you're claiming to be God. Yep. Over whoever you're making rules over and whoever you're judging. <laughs> yeah, like, like show you were me saying. the evidence. Yeah, I mean, and it really comes down to show me the evidence. Turn the water into wine. Walk on water. Heal the sick. You know, <laughs> make the blind see. Do something that proves that you're what you're claiming. And nobody ever asks the question to what the big elephant, you know, that big pink elephant in the room is. And it's a shame because it's that easy. And they will bow out. If they don't bow down, they will bow out. They'll say dismissed <laughs> as fast oh, as you can bring up the questions. Oh, <laughs> I, I've seen it done, but usually they'll dismiss it because they know they've got to come back and answer. You're gonna, if, you, if you're sticking to your guns, if you're going to ask the question every time they come in front of you, and that's all you should be doing is questioning their authority. Who Stand are you on your to me? Yep. Right. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm I'm not a pawn. I'm not I'm not a su- I'm not subject. If I can preach a bit, I just want to preach just two seconds about Babylon because there's a beautiful truth in of, of the biblical narrative that that you know Jeremiah spoke of Babylon almost more than in Jerusalem. You know, basically. Uh, he, and yeah. he talks about the destruction of Babylon, how it is destroyed and never inhabited again. And that has not happened yet. <laughs> so let it be known, they're coming down, and it's going to stay down. So, hallelujah. <laughs> it, was, it was the Babylonian slave system, free-range slavery through commerce, debt, and, and you know, and literally debt. Debt. So why is it that there's a debt clock that the government keeps? Uh, why is it that it hasn't been discharged? Why is it that they can print money in the back room, but they can't print enough to, to pay off the debt? I mean, that makes no sense. Why? Or that they why can't pay it. You know, like? What's that? Why does death and debt sound like, or sign and sin sound alike? Right. Well, it's, well, the, the etymology is there for sure. For sure, Wrong it's like defendant. mortgage. Mortgage means death. You know, it's a death note. Dead pledge. Dead pledge. Yep. Yeah. Well, all they, of them are dead pledges because they're dead entities. They're legal fictions. They're golems. Mm-hmm. We talked about this a few weeks ago. Yep. Oh yeah. Well, they do. They require many things. They require tributes. They require that you bow down and be subjected to them. They, they require that you worship them. And, I mean, if, if it didn't uh, entail the worship of the president, Trump would have never run in the first place. That guy's such a narcissist. So, you know? 
<laughs> if he couldn't have it, you know, have his, uh, you know, his praises sung by all the masses, he wouldn't have gone for the job. Yeah, most politicians are the same way. But it's, it's the system, the, um, and they'll go, "Well, it's not me; it's the system, right?" It's, I didn't, I didn't make up the laws. I'm just enforcing the laws. It's all the same, you know. Okay, so I'm God by proxy because God told me to run out and force this on you. And that's, I mean, that's really what they're saying. Hmm. Um, I got one question, David. Um, if they dismiss it, can you discharge that on both the prosecutor and the arresting officer's bond? What's that? If they say uh, case dismissed. Can you um, say, I wish and require that the, uh, all charges be discharged against arresting officer and prosecutor's bond? Or is it just one of them? Sure, sure you can. You don't, I mean, you can, object, you can object to the dismissal and say that you, you want it discharged against the bond of the officer that arrested you and the prosecutor who brought the action against you. Okay, because so there you were false claims. That. Well, they're false right. claims, and again, they dismiss rather than discharge, because with discharge, it has to be applied towards something or from something, and that is their bond. If, if they bring a false claim or fail to prosecute, they'll bow out through dismissal as opposed to get, discharging the charges, because the charge has to be accounted for. So with a right. dismissal, there's, there's nothing. With a discharge, there is. And it has to come from somewhere, and it's always from the one that brings the charge. They have to provide the remedy. If you're bringing me a bill, you've got to provide me with the remedy because there is no money. There's only discharge and offset. Right. Thanks, man. With that, I, I leave it back to the floor, man. Yeah, yeah. good question, and, and, and uh, go for it. <laughs> if they're well, ready gonna... to dismiss, if they discharge, then... Uh, it opens up a little bit of a can of worms, and they may get uh, a little frustrated. But hey, you know what? You didn't you didn't ask the judge to pay. <laughs> yeah, right? Is that even possible? No, oh, of yeah. course, because they're a public trustee as well. But you need somebody. You need somebody to act on behalf of the trust. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. I'll get you. Okay. They're going to follow whatever the judge says. They're going to follow whatever the judge says. But when it comes to the adjudication, when it comes to everything else, they're following the prosecutor. The judge is following the prosecutor. And if you've been in court, you've seen it. They always looked at a prosecutor, well, do you want to uh, issue a warrant? And, and uh, how much of a fine? You know, and they're asking the prosecutor these things. Well, that's exactly what you're doing when you object to the dismissal and want a discharge. Hmm. Okay. You're directing the judge to, to uh, force them to pay for the false claims that they're bringing. Right. Moving them. Bond. Yeah, and that's right. what the bond is there for. So it doesn't matter. And, again, if it was, uh, you know, if your charges were going to be 1000 bucks. Okay, then they get charged a thousand dollars, 
for each charge or whatever your charge is total up to. So whatever it is, it may not be a huge amount, enough to get them, you know, get their bond collapsed where they, you know, they're unbondable. But if people started doing that, uh, enough of those would. And they also show up on their record. It shows up on their record. Hmm. Awesome, man. But you, you won't see it very often because nobody says it. They'll go dismissed. They yeah. do it with me, too. They do it with me, and I'm like, forget it. I'm going to go get a sandwich. I'm done, you know, playing in the lion's den for the day. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, yeah. you know, and they're always dismissing the cases. They're always trying to dismiss it. They'll always try to dismiss it, you know, as, as if it never happened. Well, it did happen. And and by having it discharged, it, it actually uh, transfers the liability to the liar, to the lying party, to the you know to the fraudulent charges, because they you would have been convicted. And this is why right. they get everybody to plea, right? They get everybody to plea out. Ninety plus percent of the of the cases that go into the court are pled out, which means that ninety percent of those cases are having perjury. Committed on the court on purpose by the by the by the, by the prosecutor. The pro, the, mm. the, again, you're dealing in an adversarial system. The adversary is the king of lies. He came to kill and destroy. It was a beginning. So why wouldn't he just say, "Oh, listen, we're not going to catch for." Uh, yeah, we don't. We don't want to. Um, well, something happened. Hello, you guys there? Yeah, Hello? you're kind of breaking up. Yeah, something happened. Yeah. You there, Dave? Got any aluminum foil? You you might need to uh, put up some rabbit ears or something to fix your your reception, Dave. I'm just yeah, you know, it's not that I'm trying to. Can you hear me? Can you hear me all right? Yep, right. You're back. You just came back now. Yep. Yeah, we well, couldn't hear you for it, a while. It was it was saying that uh, the session time. Not, oh. Still breaking up. I long going with this thing. I I deleted a whole bunch because I didn't want what the, what happened a few weeks ago to happen again, where the where this call wasn't uh, recorded. You know, Dave, we right. couldn't hear anything that you just said. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're back. No, Dave. I'm having a few technical difficulties. Okay, good. Now it's saying it's recording again. I don't know if this is my phone or not. So I got a question for you. And it kind of leads into the Pompeo memorandum at law or or two agents of the executive. Um, you know, the, what, what happens if uh, – are you still there, Dave? Yeah, it just think... kick me off and put me back in again. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> this is All annoying. Right, I, I, you know, I, 
I'm trying to get another network over here uh, just for internet and and things like this, and uh, oh. it can't happen soon enough. <laughs> As uh, this this is becoming uh, a joke oh, every rural. week. Off my I was own rural, call. and it took a while to get good internet. So <laughs> I don't yeah. even know that it's that good. But <clears throat> <laughs> well, so. Yeah, you so know. My question. Go ahead, Sorry. please. Yeah, so so I'm kind of thinking about the Pompeo Memorandum, right? That that is kind of a of a, a beacon to any agency you're running into. And you're saying, look at this and look at it longer, you know, and then and then recognize who where I'm coming from. Um, what happens if uh, there's a different attorney general? And and, and uh, that memorandum and law goes direct and goes bye bye. Well, and again, you know, it's like, and I get that question all the time about, well, what happens, you know, when when it's martial law? Are they going to recognize private oh, and right. public? They're not going to recognize anything they choose not to recognize because they're illegitimate. They're mobsters. There's, you know. It, right. Again, no matter what, you're taking a 50-50 chance that these people are, are, are not murderers with badges. Yep. You know, when you come, in, come into contact with a cop, you are, you are literally there with, with a thief, with a murderer, or a group right. of them. And, I know you thought know, group. <laughs> yeah, it's mob rule. And, and again, you've got to be willing to defend yourself. You have to be willing to defend yourself, and whether that you and you can do that peacefully through talking and, and trying to you know logically explain the situation, and that's what that memorandum and, and notice are for. But you know what are you going to do? Okay, you're gonna, you're, you're talking to a thief or a murderer. You know, hey, listen, you know, I, I don't believe in what you're saying. You know, you don't have you you know. You're not God over me. Then he puts a bullet in your head because he doesn't want to hear about it. You know, there's got to come a time where you draw the line in the sand, and I've talked about this in the past, where, you know, you can't be afraid of what they're going to say or do. You have to stand right. your ground, stick to your beliefs, and defend them. Um, you know, and, and you are not in the wrong. You're not trying to initiate violence. You, that's the last thing that we want to do. We're supposed to be peaceful, harm, you know, wise as serpents and harmless as doves, you know? Well, you know, being wise sometimes is getting the hell out of there in one piece, you know? But, I mean, if somebody's saying, hey, great, we got this, you know, we got this lovely seat on this train for you, you know, we just, now you've got to go with us, you know? I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm going to look for a way to get out of there. You know, I'm going to look for a way to defend myself. I'm going to make up my own mind. And I'll choose how I come in and out, you know, how I go out. You know, I'm happy to. That's fine. But I can I can defend myself and I'm and I'm righteous in doing so. Okay? Or I'm righteous in defending someone else. But I, have, but I have no right, and it's not righteous, to initiate violence on anybody. 
And, and again, I, I, I got a friend of mine, longtime friend. I've known him forever. <laughs> and he claims to be a believer, and you know, but he claims to be a believer in government too. And he's like, oh yeah, well, I gotta, you know, I know it's the lesser of two evils, but if I let the other one in, I'm, you know. Or Romans thirteen. <laughs> oh, I love those folks. You know, God yep. bless them. But they're, you know, again, there's, there's a, uh, you know, if you read that Romans 13, all of it in context, you couldn't possibly come up with the, with the conclusions that they draw, you know, halfway through the chapter. It doesn't say roll over and show them your belly like a little bitch dog. It's a... Yeah. <laughs> No, he says, I'm going to love my neighbor, and that's the only debt that I owe. The only debt is to love, you know, love your neighbor, right? That's the debt. I can't be a debtor. I can't be, I'm I'm not supposed to be a surety, so I can't animate your legal fiction, okay? And this is all the things that that, that, that notice states specifically. And, and then the, the memorandum. So if somebody comes along, the next attorney general comes along and, and uh, you know, actually rescinds that memorandum because he would have to rescind it, um, you know, it happens. Sure, it happens. Everything they do is arbitrary. It changes like underwear. Mm-hmm. Yep. And here and I thought you were going to kind of appeal to the... the the separation of church and state. I thought you would, uh, you kind of bring that, which is basically what Pompeo is saying, you know, free, religious freedom. Sure. Uh, right. And he's, but, uh, well, if you yeah, look, at, if right, you look the, at most of the treaties that were signed, like uh, Versailles or, or, you know, the Treaty of Paris or any of these things, you know, they all uh, acknowledge God is supreme. There's a lot more than just this memorandum out there. I was talking to Daniel earlier about finding some more of this evidence out there, and we'll probably get more into this next week. But the Treaty of Nations, Law of Nations. What's that? The Law of Nations. Oh, the Law of Nations, the UN, uh, what is it? uh, Charter, yeah, Human Rights. Charter of Human human rights. Rights, all that. You know, the Canadian Charter of uh, uh, Rights and whatever, and all of these countries, all these constitutional countries, they're all deceitful trusts. They're all deceitful trusts. All, what is it, 57, 67 countries that the Crown owns, at least publicly? <laughs> you Nothing know, is new under the sun. Right, nothing's new. This was all a deceitful trust, and, and what I spoke about that uh, you know the, the, the uh, you know where, where the adversary and uh, you know took Yeshua up to the high high place and showed him all the nations of the world was an offer to contract an offer to go into trust and trust him trust the adversary mm-hmm. you know enter into trust with the adversary and worship him and he would have all the nations of the world. Well, that's interesting that it was, you know, that he gave, you know, he offered them all the nations of the world. It shows how and adversarial he, the system is without, well, without he said, all the nations of the world. He, he, he claimed to have the authority to be able to offer all the nations of the world. So, 
Yes, and the reason why is because they are all fictions. They're all fictions. The kingdoms of this world are all fictions. There isn't a single legitimate one among them, because in every single one of them, man rules as a god. Amen. So, yeah, his system, yeah, it is his control because that's his system. That's the adversary's system. It's an adversarial system. <laughs> and, and, yeah, sure, he could offer it. It was his. He created all it. All it does. All it does is accuse you of shit. That's all it does. Accusation after accusation. That's all it is. That's all it is. And they have to because that's how they, you know, that's how they extort and get tribute. And, you know, and, the, and, if, and if that doesn't work by your doing it, you know, semi-voluntarily because you're afraid, uh, <laughs> you know, if, if you're afraid and you're doing it, it's not legitimate. Um, you know, if you're signing off on it because you're afraid, oh, uh, well, I don't want to go to jail or I don't want to. I've been in jail a couple times. Usually it's just overnight because by the time I get to see the, the magistrate, they can't wait to get me out of there. <laughs> you want to lock me up? Go ahead. I don't care. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I, I'm still not going to follow your rules. <laughs> right? I've got to obey God rather than man. You can only, you can only serve one master. You can't serve two. It's not going to work. So it's, it's it, you know, it's a precarious situation, but it's, you know, and if you look at it, it is genius. I know, Brian, you've said that, that this, this trust system that they've come up with is genius. It is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all, it, all they did, though, was distort it from its original context, which is the covenant that we all are supposed to have with our creator, the trust, the contract, well, I mean, the trust. We, we've, we've well established that the accuser, Hashitan, is that, that clever, clever beast, and and he was the most clever in the garden. So I mean, it's yeah. it it is it's pretty pretty clever stuff. It's the mind control. It's it's a yeah. you know either or. Well, I mean, no, you know, who doesn't want to? And and even that, you go back to the garden. What was what was the temptation? <laughs> you're going to be just like God, knowing good and evil. Mm-hmm. It's the same temptation. It's, mm-hmm. You're going to be like God. It's the same you make up your own rules. Right. You can be God over you. You know, you're going to know what's right and what's wrong. And now you transfer that to everybody else. And now everybody's going, no, I'm right. No, I'm right. No, I'm right. No, I'm right. And it's a joke. Meanwhile, you're all wrong. Well, no, my face <laughs> right, doesn't it? <laughs> Just because I, you know, by proxy want to, you know, enforce my will over you doesn't make it right you know you get you get two voters together and they can't decide where they're going to have dinner together now well, they're going to decide how everybody's supposed to live and now multiply that by the millions might makes right is in their in their in their evolutionary scheme you know survival of the fittest which is strongest or most most resilient or most unique or whatever, but their whole entire system is about might makes right. Well, 
On the inside, yes. On the outside, as of right now, at least in this country, um, they're still trying to claim legitimacy, but it's falling apart, which is why they got people locked in their homes and afraid, and they're, you know, locking down <laughs> and destroying businesses that have been, you know, the, you know, the lifeblood of everybody, you know, all these people, and they're killing businesses, they're killing jobs, they're killing the economy. Yep. It's not that they're killing it, it's already dead. It's already dead, but they're now able to blame it on some invisible thing, you know, hmm. and that they were right because they were protecting you in the first place, and that's why it happened. You know, we're sorry, but now you can depend on us, and that's what they're doing. Well, they're going to stimulate you with a couple of hundred bucks, you know, and, oh, we're going to provide for you, and we're again, they're playing God. Right? Who's your provider? Oh, well, I get a check from welfare every month. No, who's your provider? Is God your provider or is government your provider? Because <laughs> that's going to show you who your God is right there. Oh, just pinch a small incense to Caesar, dude. Just a little pinch. <laughs> well, yeah, well, you know, the crumbs off of Caesar's table, maybe. <laughs> you know? If he doesn't allow his dogs to lap him up first, you know. But, again, it's just man trying to be God over their their brother instead of just loving them the way we're supposed to. You know, and, and it's illegitimate. And in a courtroom, it's easy. But on the street, if they're threatening you and it's martial law, is, is your logic going to hold up? You said it. Inside, they're, they're full of dead man's bones. Right? So you've got inside is all this rot, and, and, and they don't care about you. They would just as soon shoot you to shut you up. So right now, while there's courts and there's things that have a semblance of, of, of uh, you know, peaceful resolution, you can do that. And, you know, again, I hope that the, the, the notice and the memorandum help to, to help do that. Well, um, let us rest assured. The, I mean, right on that vein, let us rest assured that not even a pharaoh falls to the ground without. Yeah, without the father knowing it, for sure. But again, on the street, if they, you know, if when this thing goes south, because it is going south very quickly, um, I would absolutely say don't put your paper out there and try to reason with a murderer. <laughs> you know, be smart, you know, uh, wise as serpents and harmless as doves. You know, uh, being wise, you don't want to be caught in that situation. And who knows when it's going to go that far south. I mean, it has in a lot of places. You know, I was talking to somebody in, in, in uh, the Michigan area, and they're saying there's like no cops on, on the streets right now. They're, you know, they're just disappearing. <laughs> they're not there. And it, and it's that obvious that they're not there, that people are taking chances. People that, that uh, you know, don't think right are taking chances and doing things that are wrong. You know, because there's no police presence. You know, they're not managing their own affairs right. They're They're trying to, you know, do the same thing government does. The only difference is, is they're not offering any, uh, you know, courtroom discussion about it where, you you know, it could be peaceful. 
They put a gun to your face and say, give me your money. Well, at least they're honest with what's going on. And government, again, isn't all that honest. They're not going to do that. They're going to say, well, you know, we have the right to do this to you, and you have to be subject to us, and we are God over you. Uh, you know, the difference between government and, and the thief on the street is the thief is, is honest. <laughs> I've got life, you know, your, hand, your, your life is in my hands. I can end it or I can let you live, uh, you know, if you give me what I want. Well, government isn't that uh, honest about it. But don't think for a second they're not doing the same thing. Do we have any other questions? Yeah, I've got a couple. Sure. Who's this? Yeah, last last week, um, one of your guests was talking about another uh, conference call on Thursday and gave the number yeah. out. And then I thought you said it was going to be on your website, but I couldn't find it. Uh, no. You have that, you have that n number handy? Daniel, did you want to do the honors there? Yeah, give me a couple seconds to pull it up, and I'll be happy to um, sign it off. Just give me a couple seconds. Talk yeah, okay. And while he's doing that, um, this call, is there a number that... You just change the last did, digit, and it, uh, it it does a recording of the last show. No, not that I know of. Um, I will look into doing that. I think I saw something within the settings that I may be able to do something like that. But if you have my email address, I do. Okay, I'll give it out anyway. It's a the letter a freeman in Babylon at gmail dot com. I usually post this up on Facebook into all the groups. There's probably like 50 groups that I usually post the uh, recordings to, and I do usually put them up on the website. The uh, problem is, is my network lately, as uh, callers on this call have seen, uh, has been horrible, and it hasn't allowed me to upload these um, big files online. So uh, I'm working on a solution for that. But if you do want a copy... I can, you know, just shoot me an email, and I will absolutely send you the link where you can listen to the um, broadcast from tonight. Okay. Cool. Yep. Daniel, do you have those numbers ready? I sure do. Um, so the 6.30 Central Time Thursday night call dial-in number is 712-770-4140. Four one six zero with the participant code of eight four five five seven six. Again, it's seven one two seven seven zero four one six zero eight four five five seven six is the participant code. And Thank you, you very said much. Too that you can uh, you can also listen to that. Uh, by changing the last number from zero to nine, is that correct? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And I'm, it's free conference call HD, and you're on free conference call. I imagine there might be something where you can change the last number of yours too. I just never did it with free conference call. But yeah, if you take it, change the last four digits, you can listen to last week's recording uh, up until next Thursday, 
and um, by changing it to uh, four, uh, whatever it was, the last digit to nine. The uh, right. seven, uh, four one six nine uh, instead of four one six zero. Excuse me. I and the name of the call is. Well, it's the House of Prayer. We have a Fayetteville um, Law Study, and we've uh, been and really encouraged by uh, participating and bringing uh, Dave on to our Thursday night law study for the uh, for the length of as long as we have interest in our learning and moving forward. And and uh, we are we we kind of shake the bushes and find different um, people that are actually providing remedy for God's people, or at least relief at least something that is hopeful because, uh, you know, there's drought in many places. So Dave brought some encouragement and uh, breath of fresh air and uh, cool water to the tongue. So we really appreciated what uh, he had to share, and we've um, given him the floor the, for, uh, for a season. We haven't determined how long that season is, but he'll be there again next week. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. As long as, it's, as long as it's profitable and there's interest. Absolutely. I don't want, I don't want to be the object of somebody's boredom. <laughs> so, and the time, the time of the call is uh, on Thursday is what time? 6.30. Thank you. Yes, and, thank uh, you. We have, we have previous calls pre-recorded, so if anybody wishes to have a uh, any of the we have had two so far. They can shoot me an email if you, uh, Dave, if you don't mind me sharing my email on your on your call. No, no, go ahead. Uh, w y n a n d o y l at yahoo dot com. Uh, w y n as in Nancy. A n as in Nancy. D as in dog. O y l at yahoo.com. And I will be putting uh, at least the recordings that you're sending me uh, of, the sh uh, of the calls that I've been doing. Um, I will be putting those up on my website as well eventually as soon as I can get a good signal. Uh, all that stuff will be up on the website as well with links back to uh, Daniel's call. Is that email, is that wine and oil basically? Yeah, wine and oil, exactly. Wine and oil at Gmail. Bill Stubble. Yeah. Yeah, Yahoo. Oh, Yahoo? Okay, okay. At Yahoo.com, yeah. Yep. Well, do we have any other questions? We got plenty of time tonight, so uh, it doesn't have to be on the topic we were discussing tonight. It can be on any legal topic uh, that you'd like to discuss, or if you have comments or Questions, feel free. The floor is yours. I hear crickets. <laughs> well, I know. I talk too much. <laughs> well, we haven't heard from Chad. Chad, are you there today? Yeah, I'm still on. Uh, I saw you had a couple of interesting posts this week. What ones? <laughs> <laughs> that many, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some some uh, some of my posts are interesting to some and not to others, and vice versa. So. 
the one I'm thinking about had something to do with, um, oh, boy. It was quite long, actually. Trying to oh, see the, if I can find just, just within the last day or so? Yeah, it was today. It was today. Okay. Um, today or yesterday. Today or yesterday. Yeah. I, was that the one where I kind of went on my rant that, uh, you know, you can post stuff that, I mean, you can basically show factually and you, it's like, you know, the birds are singing. Nobody responds. Um, in, I, I don't know if, if that's the one now, or not. This one, this one was quoting, I believe, six or seven cases that that uh, they went through on, uh, oh, it was Texas driver's license. That was, well, that's what it was. They, 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 don't, they don't even recognize that there is a driver's license. Yeah, they, well, there's there's no law requiring one. Right. That that's what they they don't recognize. You right. know, there is isn't. You know, so, I mean, to me, there's just a difference between that there is one out there, but there's no law requiring one, so it's voluntary. Right. And th- and again, it's the only way that there can be some semblance of legitimacy to call it. And it's the same with the IRS code. It's all voluntary. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, again, it, 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 you know, but if you don't do it, then they come to your house with guns and threaten to put you in cage. But, uh, you know, even their own rules say it's voluntary and, and they're not following their own rules. And the reason I was saying that is to go back to what we were talking about with, with, with uh, the question of whether or not your paperwork's going to work, you know, uh, if things turn south. Um, yeah, they're not recognizing their own rules. Then, you know, they're not following their own indenture. Right now, no. haven't been. You go back to, uh, you know, uh, what is it? The uh, oh, the Constitution of uh, of no uh, authority. And you know, you're talking what eighty, seventy, eighty years after the thing was written. So. Obviously, they weren't following their indenture back then either. And what makes you think they're going to continue to follow it when it's martial law and everything is by force? So just something yeah, to think I, about. It, <laughs> I really agree with that, you know, because you can have, you know, all this knowledge and everything, but it comes down to the, the agents you're dealing with and also how how far you're willing and able to take it, you know, and I think they know that. Oh, yeah. Well, that's why they'll write the ticket anyway. They'll they'll put it before the prosecutor anyway, even though there's no case, like within Dwayne's situation where he was a passenger in the back seat, you know, and they're asking him for a license, for ID, and no crime was committed, you know. He wasn't wearing a seatbelt. <laughs> Those are the two charges he got. Failed to show, show ID and no seatbelt. Yeah. As an adult sitting in the back seat. That's only for children. That's only for children. <laughs> and even then it's questionable. But, again, they, you know, 
they throw it out there. They they don't they will charge you with anything and everything they can. They'll throw as much of their crap against the wall to see what sticks and what you can you know what they can get away with. And and if you hire a lawyer, you may as well have just said, "Here's my wallet. <laughs> you know, take what you need and leave me alone." There's no you know there's there's they're not following their own indentures. They're not following the right their own rules. So. You know, what makes you think that they're going to recognize you or your rule down the road when, you know, when it's just ruled by force? And, I, yeah. you know, I think with on that topic, David, um, you know, that friend of mine, her case, um, you know, they, they didn't hear motions and everything. I, I brought this up before, but um, I, I think they, they just didn't do it. Uh, because they didn't want to. They didn't want to say and, you know, discuss what was in them. And, uh, you know, so they just, uh, you know, figure out their little ways to bypass it and they bypass it. Yeah, and again, they, they believe they are the law. The law gets made up as they go. It's arbitrary. It's the rulings of the judges who are playing God at that time. So... You know, one judge on one side of the street's going to say, you know, give one ruling on, on an exact same charge as, a, you know, a, a judge across the street that gives a totally different rule. It's arbitrary. It's not legitimate. If it's arbitrary, it's void as per their own rulings. But it's all arbitrary, and they don't follow their indenture. They don't follow their rules. No. Well, one thing I know in Minnesota, uh, back to what you were saying about, uh, you know, paying for the case, uh, you know, if the bond would cover it or, you know, whatever. But I know at least in Minnesota statutes, it states in there, um, whoever brings an unprosecutable case must pay the court costs. And I, I think... Um, back to my friend's case, I think that's what happened there. Because in essence, she took a plea deal where all they did was say, you know, well, don't do the same thing to the same person, which she didn't do anything in a way, other than tell her to get off her property. Um, right. But, you know, then they were like, well, it'll be completely gone off your record and, and you know, done. But then it was prosecutable, you know, because she mm -hmm. made that deal. Yeah, when she committed perjury. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, they, and exactly. that's what they require. They require you to commit perjury. Not only are you making a deal, but you've got to say it on the record for the court what you actually did. And then, and if it's not, you know, what you were charged with originally, and it's a lesser crime that they're having you plea to, then you're lying. <laughs> you know, it's like saying, okay, we're going to turn your speeding ticket into a failure to obey a traffic device, which is only a violation. And you hear that one all the time. Okay? So I did, I'm not guilty of speeding, but, yeah, I, I failed to obey a traffic device, you know, even though you didn't. That's lying. And then you have to say, well, I, I, I failed to obey a traffic device. You know, I'm sorry, but I don't take uh, orders from inanimate objects. I, I refuse to plead, beg man for anything, including my life. 
I'm not going to beg. Have a little dignity. Have, have, walk in the authority that we have as, as a man or a woman of God. And, 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 right, resist the adversary, and he will flee from before you. And, and Yeshua used the word. <laughs> you know, even the devil knew the word and was trying to use it to entice him. Did the same thing in the garden. He's a liar. He, 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 he distorts the truth. And that's what they do when they're telling you, oh, well, you know, we don't have any evidence whatsoever is what they're not telling you about you speeding or violating their rules or even having the authority to, question, you know, to, to subject you to their rules. But they will, they will entice you to lie, perjure yourself in front of the court. And, and you are the one that makes the choice to do the lying. Or you say, no, I'm not going to take a plea. Bring your evidence. Do your best. And you better bring evidence that, that you have authority over me in the first place. The burden's all on them. They just reversed it and, and, and made you lie. They didn't make you lie. You did that yourself. And you are. You're lying. You're perjuring yourself by taking a plea and then swearing, you know, that, that, yep, I, uh, you know, I, I disobeyed this traffic device. It was telling me what to do, and I just disregarded them. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, nobody can make you lie. But it's an enticement. It's an enticement. Well, now you're- we'll give you all the, all the kingdoms of the world. We'll let you have your freedom if you will just lie to the court and, 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 and beg its forgiveness <laughs> you know, and, and I don't mean to make it sound ridiculous, but it's ridiculous. There's no you're, logic. You're, you know, I can. That's what I I've done it. You know, um, and it's uh, it's just copping out. Really, uh, I didn't have the knowledge I do now, and I would not do it again. Um, and I didn't think of it in the way you stated. Um, and I mean, honestly, that's one of the reasons why I'm on your call every Sunday <laughs> and uh, it, you know it, it's just you, you put things in a good way and uh, you know I didn't even think about it that way when I did it no and most people don't they just think oh it's cheaper and, I'm, and I'll be done with it oh just pay the fine you know I, I get this from family members all the time why don't you just go get the license and make life easier just follow you know why do you always got to do, you know, what everybody's not doing. <laughs> oh, well, I guess I, I, I'm not a lemming. I don't, I don't choose to, to, to follow everybody else off the cliff because I read the, the sign that there's a cliff right up there. You know, how many people read the, the applications that they're filling out when they're applying, they're begging for services? Who reads the contracts? And, and if there is a contract at all, is it fully disclosed, which would make it legitimate, okay? You know, like you said earlier, there's no license requirement, okay? But we're told our whole life in every state, including Texas, that there is. 
So, you know, that's, that's when you compare the indoctrination of a lifetime to what the actual rules, their rules state. And when you compare them, they don't line up. They're deceptive. There's deception going on, which, you know, which to me would say, hmm, do I really want to trust these people to manage my life? Do I really want to put my faith or my trust in government as my savior? I mean, really, it's, you know, it's absurd. I'd rather take matters into my own hands, you know. I'd rather, much rather take matters into my own hands. I think I can manage my life better than, uh, you know, any politician. So that's just me, you know. I, I don't think that uh, I've ever met or would, you know, and I and I, I got a friend of mine who's run for office a few times, and he's a great guy, you know. But again, if you want to be in that, and and I don't believe he is. I, part of the reason why he probably didn't get into office is because he's too nice, you know, and probably wouldn't go along with the program. But you know, I, I wouldn't let a politician watch my children. <laughs> I wouldn't lend them my, my property. So why would I let them manage my life? And, and, and for me, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an easy, you know, I wouldn't. But again, you know, we make our own choices. And, and again, we do it uh, a lot of the time, most of the time. The people that are afraid will lie out of convenience or go along with the show out of convenience. I'll just pay the fine. I'm already missing, you know, a half a day's work. I don't want to have to miss more, you know. So I'll pay the 100 bucks or the 300 bucks or the 500 bucks or the 1,000 bucks, and I'll go work for another as a slave to them in order to pay it, right, because you have a debt now. You've created, they've created a debt for you. Now you're their slave for the next two weeks' paycheck. You're working for them. So it is a slave system. Every charge they make is a debt owed, which makes you the slave, the debtor. You're the tail. You're not the head. And we're not supposed to be the tail. We're supposed to be the head. We're supposed to walk in the authority that we've been given as a man or a woman. And every one of us has it. So what makes these people and what they make with the rules and what makes them uh, above us? If we're all equal, if we all have the same authority to make rules for ourselves, or to follow the rules that are set before us by our Creator, you know, again, why do we why do we follow these people and look at them as gods or regard them as gods over us? And nobody puts it together like that. Oh no, they're just leaders. They're not rulers, really. Well, they're leading you, <laughs> you know, off a cliff, you know, and they are making rules for you on your behalf. So they are rulers, right? They're managing your affairs and telling you that you have to, you have to register it with us because you are, you know, <laughs> the same reason why they will force a public, uh, uh, a public defender on you, okay, is because you're incompetent to manage your own affairs. That's the only reason you hire a lawyer is because you're incompetent to manage your own affairs. If you just get started on managing your own affairs, 
and, and, and taking that back, okay, you're getting freedom for you and your stuff. For you and your stuff. And it's just a matter of changing the way that you see them and, who, and, and, and making a line in the sand saying, I'm going to serve my creator and not, you know, the created thing, government, a golem of our own creation that became our ruler instead of our servant. And it was supposed to serve us, and, and now it became our master. Well, and, and that's also by choice. You know, if you go, eh, well, you know, I got to pay these taxes, you know, and, you know, it doesn't matter where they're going. It doesn't matter if they're going to murder people on another, you know, part of the world or to kill, you know, babies here or to uh, lock up your neighbor. You know, if I don't, if I can't support those things, I can't support those things. And that's a personal choice. It's always a personal choice. But if you, you know, if you just turn around and say, eh, eh, you don't want to waste another day on this. I'm just going to pay them. You're supporting all of that and everything that they do in your name. And they are corrupt. And you're corrupt by proxy for participating. Sorry I'm being so blunt today. It's been a rough week. I hope it's not coming out too much. But any other questions? We got tons of time here. We can take a bunch of questions. I'll open the floor back up. I'll, I'll say something. I'll say something real quick, yeah. David. What, what we were just talking about made me think, uh, and uh, I, I don't know. I thought of you and, and Brian probably most, <laughs> but um, talking about you know uh, what applies to you and all that, and you know their rules, all this. Uh, the the poet Rumi. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him, but uh, mm -hmm. he has a poem called "The Servant Who Loved His Prayer." And part of it is his master goes into his place of worship and is telling uh, the servant to come in there. And he's like, no, he won't go in there because it's, it's not his God. You know, he, that's not the one he serves in, at this different level in a way. But uh, he ends up telling his master, he says, the same one who keeps you in there is the same one who keeps me out here. And you know uh -huh. it's that separation and of 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 who who you're going to serve. Yeah, but shouldn't you have the right to decide who you're going to serve? And isn't that our own personal choice? Because otherwise, we're just slaves by force. Exactly. I mean, really, is what it comes down to. Simply put, you know, if I if I'm not choosing to bow down and, and, and register everything to government, that's my choice. I could choose whether or not I want government managing my affairs. And I could choose not to have them do it, to do it myself, and, you know, in, in whatever way is right for me. And their own declaration, it says, that, that you can do that. You know? And again, they don't follow their own declaration. They don't follow their own indenture. Right? If you go, well, I'm, uh, I no longer uh, think that you have my best interests in mind. I no longer uh, will, will uh, allow you to manage my affairs and govern my affairs. 
they go, they laugh and go, okay, show this guy the cage until he softens up a little bit, you know? But it's in their own rules. But they're not following their own rules. They're not. Not, not, not. Any other questions? That was good, Chad. Thank you. No, but hello. Hello. Yeah, Hello. Who's this? How you doing? How are you doing? This is Louie. Hey Louie. Hey Louie. How's it going? I thought I I thought I recognized the voice. <laughs> I just put Junior down, kinda listening in and out. Um yeah, I I'm actually sitting up here reading verses right now. Nice. Did you have something that you wanted to ask or add? Um so yeah. Um I noticed there's um how can I how can I put this the correct way? Right or wrong, the Bible is the correct way out of Babylon all the way around, even when it comes down to death. Absolutely. Okay. That's what I want. Well, again, Babylon's got its own trust. (laughs) The world's got its own trust. Okay? And, again, it's deciding who who you're going to choose to serve. Are you going to serve the grantor, uh, uh, you know, the grantor, your creator, and that trust? Or are you going to serve, you know, a servant that has become your master to deception? It's really the choice that you're, op- you know, you're offered. But again, if you're going to choose your creator and, and the trust that he's created, the, the covenants that, that he's put before us and, and said, this is how you will live, uh, this is how you will manage what I'm entrusting you with, okay, you, yes, the Bible is your indenture. So uh, the... Uh, there's a, um, I can't remember where it was, but uh, there was a soldier who came to Yeshua and, you know, was, was, was trying to get there to get healing for one of his servants, okay? And one of his servants comes running out as he was getting to talk to Yeshua, and I'm paraphrasing here, um, and what happened was, the servant said, don't bother the master that, uh, you know, your servant has died. And Yeshua said, you know, that let him, you know, basically he, uh, he healed him. He brought him back to life. He says, you received what you come to, you know, to ask for. He says, well, he says, I'll go with you. He says, no, don't worry. He says, I know, you know, he says, I know the uh, <laughs> chain of command, basically. You know, I have servants that answer to me, and, and uh, you know, and I tell this one what to do, and I tell that one what to do, and they do it. So just order me to go and do this, and, and, I'll, and it'll be done, and he did. Okay? But he understood what it was like. Please do, Brian. Go ahead. Please do. I know I was doing it no justice whatsoever. Yeah. No, I just wanted to just 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 to remind uh, everyone what that what the intention or what the he he marveled at him and he says, 
Yeah. Not I even seen in Israel. Yep. Yeah, and he was a foreigner, right? He was a he was a centurion. Yeah, he's he was a Greek. A, he was a Roman soldier. Yeah, right. yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, and that that's an insight. That that was actually one of my early verses uh, turning from what I turned Christianity today. Uh, you know, but it's ultimately Roman fun worship. You know, at the end of the day, but um, that was one of those things. It was like. You know what is faith? You know, because he he called it faith. Oh, yeah, and, it's uh, so yeah, that that led me on a very deep, like oh wow, this is all very different than what I was going to seminary to go learn. You know. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I just wanted to just uh, I couldn't I couldn't stay silent on that one because that that's one of the most I think that's actually one of the more critical uh, or not even parables stories of what he's trying to teach us, what he's exactly trying to teach us. And it's all authority. It is authority. And and, and that authority is passed from him to us. He's given it to us. We just need to walk in it. We need to walk in it. And and it's just like knowing all the answers on a test. You walk into that test, and you're not afraid. Your knees aren't knocking. You're not shaking it. And you go in there, and you, you know, and you look at, you open up the package, and you got all the answers. You're, you're, you're confident, you know. You're not afraid. Well, like Louis said, you know, the, that is, you know, it is your map out of Babylon. Okay, it is the map to separate yourself from Babylon. <laughs> it, it, it is your indenture on how to manage your own affairs. He doesn't say anywhere in the entire thing that we're to manage our neighbor's affairs. Nowhere in there does it say that. It, that's this rings up that, 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 yeah, that's the sovereign's right, not ours. This brings up a question for me, um, and I, I am in no way uh, knowledgeable on the Bible like you guys are. Um, I, I have my relationship with you know my 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 god or whatever like... you want to say <laughs> but you know, nobody attack me i'm trying to put this the best way i can <laughs> well, um, no, don't worry about it Chad. don't worry about it chad faith comes or trust comes by I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not at all. you yeah, guys yeah, um, but, so i i think of things like uh, and i'm probably not even going to get this right but the uh, you know I hear a lot about people saying if you go to court bring in the King James version of whatever it is sixteen twelve whenever, um, and uh, you know I'm like okay why does everyone matter? Um, and no, then no. I think of yeah let let me finish here and I I, oh, I really want to hear what you guys have to say about this. Um, no, it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but 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 then I look at. Uh, with what was it uh, the Roman Emperor Constantine and the what is it called the Nicene Council and he had the yeah. was it 13 cardinals and they decided what books to go into the Bible and the one didn't agree and he the uh, emperor had the one you know cardinal or whatever he was killed you know so what are the other ones going to do um, they're going <laughs> to pick up what the ramper wanted, you know, so they don't get killed. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> so 
so that I guess that's kind of you know is a confusion point to me, which you guys understand way better than I do on you know what it's all about. Uh, I, I personally believe that if you were if you want to find the you know where something you, you want to go back to the etymology the the origination, okay? You're talking about something that was created uh, what? a couple hundred years or, you know, a while after Yeshua had passed, okay? And and those changes were starting to be made because people were following the way, okay? And and Constantine was afraid that, you know, uh, that Yeshua was more popular than him is what it came down to, you know? And he made laws that you can't practice the Sabbath day and you can't do these prayers and you can't do this and that. And, and, and the penalty was death. Okay? Just like you said with the cardinal. But <laughs> there is, there is a, a version of this book, okay, the scriptures that not one jot nor one tittle has changed from, from its inception and was passed down that way. And I'm going to leave it at that. There's, <laughs> that. It's out there. You can find it. And, and, I, and I would suggest that King James had nothing to do with it. Or, or, or uh, William Shakespeare. <laughs> that, that's what always made me wonder. It's like, okay, we're talking the Bible, and the official version is from a King James. I don't know who King James is even. But to me, they don't line up real great unless you're talking about, you know, God is your king, but King James is not my God. <laughs> Correct. Correct. And, and again, that's like bringing in this, you know, when you bring in U.S. code, you're bringing in the scriptures of statism. <laughs> when you bring in the statutes, you're bringing in the scriptures of statism. When you bring in all the acts, <laughs> right? There's a book of acts in, in the Bible, Right. Well, when you bring in the book of Acts of government, it is their scripture. And that goes back to what we started talking about on the show tonight, about, you know, statism and government being a religion. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's his story, right? His story. Oh, and please, yeah, it is his story, and and please don't think I think I know scripture better than anybody else. It's 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 not the truth that sets one free; it's the truth that one knows. And uh, I'm not going to have any enough. I just I only point to the truth. <laughs> oh, exactly, and that's what I do too. I mean, it's you know I know what's truth for me, and and what's been you know shown to me. Between you know, but and that's my private trust. That's my private relationship with my Creator. Okay, you know, I that's that's a private relationship, just like a marriage is. You know, you don't go out and you know, hey, you know, I had sex with the wife was tonight, and you know, hmm, we did this, we did that. You're not opening and airing your your business, and that that should be private. You know, and 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 again, it is a relationship. It's not religion. It's a relationship built on trust. That's what <laughs> that that's what you're. You know, it's it's not religion, and that's where, again, religion. What I believe to be religion is is man's attempt to understand God. 
okay? Government is man's attempt to be God. But it's still a religion. It's man's uh, warped idea, okay? Well, if I, you know, if I, if I, you know, all these people claim to have, you know, Buddha and, and Muhammad and all these other, you know, Allah, all these things, all these different mm-hmm. ways that people express, you know, uh, who, who their creator is to them, okay? And go, eh, I don't believe in any of that, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna believe in myself, and I'm going to exercise that through government. And then they, then they say, oh, well, I'm an atheist. No, you're not. You absolutely are not. You the word religion. Government. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt. The oh, word, ahead, the word ahead. religion. No, you, you, I, I love etymology as, as you do, um, and and the word religion means to bind again, and so it is. It's that. It's it's still goes right back. Everything goes right back to the garden, or you know, always get back to the origination. And, and yeah. what was our first? You know, our first mandate was to be fruitful and multiply, and everything is against that today. And then the fall in, in the garden. So, I mean, it, can, uh, can you repeat what you said, that what religion act, uh, the definition is? is it, did you say to bind again? To bind again. And so, yeah, Isn't that's, that that's all the, Yep, yep. So it's religion. Well, a bond yeah. is a contract. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, a contract again, yeah, however... And it's just, yeah, you tied up out of freedom. You contracted from your first covenant, your, 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 your first love. You left your first love and recontracted. You bound yourself to someone else. Or somebody else might say the first estate. You left your first estate. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Your Made first trust. <laughs> nope. That's uh, you know that, that was a good one, Chad. Thanks for bringing that up. Thanks for the response. I appreciate it. Yeah, hope it helped. <laughs> thanks for, for thanks for the tag team, Brian. <laughs> so, uh, what other questions do we have tonight? We got a little over an hour here. We got plenty of time. Let's let's keep the discussion going. Hey, David. This is Yuri. Hey, Yuri, how are you? Good. Sorry I'm late, but I'm just listening for now. Well, right on. Thanks for joining. What Did you, you have a question? About? About? <laughs> oh. oh, you say you just, just came on. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> heard something about the Bible. Oh, yeah, we've covered quite a few, th- quite a few topics. We were just discussing... Uh, the uh, King James version of the Bible being the official Bible uh, that people are um, saying that that's the one that you should bring in because that's the one that they recognize. Um, I don't believe that, but, you know, again, official means that, you know, basically that's there, that they approve it, <laughs> you know, which, which to me yep. is like, you know, you know, it's like saying four out of five dentists approve, uh, you know, this hairspray. Who cares? <laughs> well, the King James Bible is uh, of words are um, other Bibles are changed a little bit, so meaning could mean a little different modern um, modern times. You know, the way they teach kids now. 
So yeah, it's, it's, so long as the, again it's not added to or taken away from. Well, I mean they removed a lot of stuff, a new versions and uh, American version, sure. and I mean I looked into them and I mean so I I would actually I would support that that assertion, Yuri. Um, because it, yeah. it is what's what they call the authorized version, so it's their crown yeah. that's authorized it, and it's, yeah, it's got the seal. That's why. So right. Authorized. Uh, but but legend would have it, you know, and I don't. I'm not getting anywhere near the weeds, but legend would have it that uh, that the that Francis Bacon was kind of behind it, and he was also the one who wrote Shakespeare and whatnot, and that was kind of a uh, a codification, if you will, of of the natural law that even the enemy himself has to be subject to. But but then there's so much gloss, and if anybody knows what the gloss is, is is uh, in the the capitalization in the words and whatnot. Uh, there's so much gloss oh, yeah, right yeah. in that book, you know, gloss. that that well, the meaning is good. They they can live with it, and then but it's also giving it's divulging uh, uh, informed consent to the people. And so it, 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 you know, that's, the Bible is the truth, and we need to apply it. So, well, there's around thousand versions of Bible. I mean, you know, yeah. Well, if you go back to you know, if you go back to like the Gutenberg Bible, which was one of the originally, you know, first written Bibles, you know, on in in uh, Christendom, <laughs> vulgar language. Uh, English is, all is. based. It's based around at, at its root. And so it, 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 it was a, it was so a codification English, if you. Hey guys. Yeah. If uh, again, I again going back with the etymology, you can find the Hebrew text, the Aramaic text, and and you know go back to the original or the origin of the word, um, and that had been going on for thousands of years prior to Christendom. And if it's the authorized version as the King James Version, again, who authored it? King James, you know, he he, uh, asked for it to be done and it was authored, you know, as he wanted it. Not, you know, not the way it was. Uh, That was... That was things my concern. With... Yeah, things well, get lost in translation. Well, there's a there's a reason why they uh, teach teach the Bible a certain way to hide the truth. You know, I mean, look at the look at the church. You go to any church, they teach the same thing, but they 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 don't teach the truth. I mean, it's similar. They all mm-hmm. similar, but there's there's no truth in it. When you ask somebody, how do you how, can you can you can you um, can you show me evidence that this, they won't? I mean, they just by hope, believe by belief. Believe well, it's not mind. that there's no truth in it. It, it. it couldn't be that there's no truth in it because then nobody would believe um, it. Evidence. I mean, evidence. You know, they, it's it's Bible is only the truth to mind control people. I mean, I, you know, I grew up with this stuff. When I got out. And I started learning all this stuff, you know, the way you read Bible, the way the law, legalese, all that nonsense, Latin language applied in the Bible, reverse, and all that. I mean, once I looked into it, I was like, holy. But if I listen to my mom, the way she reads it, I'm just like, 
she literally doesn't, she only picks out scripture that she likes, applies to her life only by belief. Not literal. Sure. And I said, right, you know, but just why? But if you're going to live in trust with your creator, you have to be responsible to read it and know it yourself. And again, like uh, Brian had said earlier, it's, it's, it's not the truth that sets you free. It's the truth that you know that sets you free. If you don't but, know it, then you won't, it's doing you no good. Yeah, but it also works. You know, they also changed, you know, set you free and made you free. Two different things. Made and set, completely different. So if you say set you free, somebody has to set you. Made you is you're free. Like, two different concepts. From the, so, from the inception. From the inception. I get it. Right. I, I speak legalese. I speak legalese fluently. <laughs> what? I understand, but what I'm... Go ahead. What, what I'm... So what I'm saying is, if um, what I was gonna say, I forgot. You just, oh man, made me like, say something. It's okay. Uh, oh man. Well, you, you were saying you were saying that the, uh, when, you know, that you were, uh, excuse me, set free or made free. Right, right. Oh, yeah. Uh, in the Bible says you cannot serve two masters, right? When I ask somebody what does that mean, they always tell me you can't serve a devil and a God. And I, I ask people to explain to me, and the way they explain it does not apply to my life because it's all based upon the motion of belief. But if I tell them that, listen, a master, because, <laughs> you know, they don't know anything about corporations, legalese, life, and all that. That's, that's master. That's their master they serve blindly. Well, and again, I wouldn't say that the two masters there, it says, don't, you cannot serve God and mammon, (laughs) excuse me, which is commerce, which is commerce. Exactly, exactly. So, but they don't understand it. So they live their life forcing themselves to stay away from all the sins they made up. And it's impossible. You know, in Christ, you know, in the Bible it says, Christ says, you'll do greater things than I did. When I ask somebody what that means, they don't know. <laughs> How can anybody do greater things than Christ? And that's why when, they, when I ask them, they stay away from those because they don't want to touch them. You know, because right, but that shouldn't stop you from, from reading it and, and, and living by that yeah. indenture. Again, this is why it's a private relationship. It's not about religion. I, I believe I, exactly that. Yes. Yes. That's why it's um, religion is the, it's 100% control, mind control. They set of that course. up to control people, to obey, stay away from us, you know. Uh, and, you know, churches are all, like you remember how you said, they're all registered with the state. And they, it's not like they're free. They can do anything they want. They can't. And that's the sad part about it, you know? It is. And, again, that's why we need to search out the truth and, and, yeah. and, and live it, right, and, yeah. and, and be an example. And, you know, so that's why you're not asking, you know, somebody who is not living that way and not seeking that truth. You're asking them a loaded question. But if you can seek that out yourself and, and live it yourself, then you'd be an example of it. You know, you'll see, you'll find the truth of it yourself within your relationship with your creator. And and if you're going to live in that, in the private, and you're going to 
you know, really the indenture between uh, a man and his creator or a woman and their creator is the word, you know. And, again, it's, it is a trust. It is a I trust. Do. I do. And, yes, and that's why, I, my, you know, I lost all my friends and my families. You know, they don't, you know, most they don't talk to me the way, you know, all the, you know what I'm saying, the, the useless conversations. Are you the black sheep, Yuri? <laughs> hey, welcome to the club. Welcome to the club. I think we got a whole bunch of them online here tonight. My sister from Ohio, she's got a trucking company. She asked me, uh, hey, I heard you driving. You driving a car without driver's license? You driving this? You know, that question. I was like, yeah. She's like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, oh, my government. You're yeah, breaking the my you're sinning against the almighty government. And I said, Yes, in you know, they always been taught the same way and I said, Sis, there's one way, there's always another way. You know, how can they understand it? You gotta start from the beginning, but you know. Well again, we have to find truth for ourselves. You know, I, could, I, I and again I'm not That's even what, saying don't believe me, and I say that all the time. Do not believe me. Please do yeah. your own research, you know, yep. because, again, you have to find the truth for yourself. I can tell you what's true for me, and it may or may not be true for you. Yes, that's why a lot of people make mistakes. They just file it, they send it, and they don't even look into it, and then they get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, they do. And then they'll say they know enough, enough to be dangerous. To themselves. You know, people, yeah, and people always say, oh, it doesn't work, you know, to be man or something. You know, it's like, no, a man has not to be on the paper. You got to, you got to, if you, you know how to, but people don't get it. Right. It has to be a part of you. It has yes, to be written to be in, natural, in your mind. Naturally. When you talk to a cop, naturally, cops like, okay, something's not right here. Yeah. Yeah. But they, they actually are afraid, you know, and this is the difference. And, and, I, and I use this story all the time about the sons of Sceva, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah we're gonna... <laughs> and it's the same thing, right? If, if uh, you know, hey, you know, I, I want you to do this the same way that guy Dave says so on, on his show, you know, you got to do this, you know. Hey, I want to do it in that guy's name. Well, it's the same thing. You're going to get your butt whooped if you don't make things yourself. You know, I mean, if, if you don't know the truth yourself, if it's not written in your heart and in your mind, you, you know, you can't get that from outside. You know, no, I can't you tell you this is the truth. I could tell it to you all day, but I can't make you believe it. You have to find truth for yourself. And this is why I say trust is relationship, and that's what you have with your, your creator, and, and that is why you follow the word, the indenture, right? And yes. Yeshua came to say, here, all that we've written before, you know, all, all of the rules that were, are, are there are summed up in this one thing, love your neighbor as yourself. If you do that, you fulfill the law. And, and again, that's all law, and that's God's law, which is the only law, the perfect law, everything else is, is a distortion and a uh, deception. 
Okay. Oh, well, and, and, and if you look into, you know, look at what we talked about last week about bills. All it is is debts being passed around. That's their statutes and codes and laws. They have to be presented as a bill, as a debt, something old. Yep. It, I was like, I was talking to my like my cousin, and I he was saying he prays and all this stuff, and I was like, you don't understand. See, when he created us, he gave all the tools on earth. We have it. We have it, literally, physically. You can't. You have to learn and apply to it. But if nobody taught you, you can't do it. He didn't tell you just pray and everything will be appear like a magic. So he couldn't understand. I was like, you have all the tools. You know, it's like if I open the garage and I put all the tools in there, you stay outside and you're like praying with your words. When I tell you, dude, just open the door and it's right there. It's the same concept. They don't get that. It's in the Bible. It actually tells you what to do. And for some reason, people cannot see it. Well, and that's why I say that the, the word is an indenture, and we are stewards of whatever it is that God entrusts to us. It is trust, and trust is relationship. So, yeah. again, when you look at government, government is trying to claim a relationship exists between you and them, a trust, because a trust is a relationship. Okay? That's the whole matrix they talk about. It's, you know... Uh, you know, and again, if you say, well, you know, this all cap's name is a misnomer and, uh, you know, you put in, you know, <laughs> a document claiming all kinds of things. I'm not subject. I'm this. And you, and you literally take on the burden of proof rather than yeah. just questioning them in the first place. They're making claims left and right. And, and we go along with them and go, Oh, man, now I've got to defend myself. No, you absolutely do not. You defend yourself very simply by questioning their authority in the first place over you or your stuff. And it always keeps coming back down to that simple solution, you know, and it is. <laughs> Again, when they come to you and government says, well, you're one of our worshipers. You know, I could pick out a worshiper in anywhere around this country. They're driving around with, with flags, and they're driving around with, you know, tags on their vehicles that say that, you know, I'm, a tag on your vehicle is saying that the government can manage your assets better than you because you haven't yet figured out the truth that you're the trustee, you're the steward of what's entrusted to you, and it's your responsibility to take care of it as a man or a woman, because that's what a man does, is responsible for what is entrusted to them and their own actions. That's right. That's why it's people so country, like people serving out of gods, like nations, the patriotism, you know, they all, this is our God. They're gods. These are, they're literally gods. They're worshiping them. Sure, but it's usually ones that they've created with their own hands, like the golden calf or you name it. Well, you go to you go to Egypt. There's tons of them around. You can see it everywhere. God, India, you know? China, Asia, always. Oh, yeah, of in course, everywhere you go. And they have all these. Uh, yeah. So I think the best mm -hmm. way is to stay in private, and and uh, you know, a lot of people notify everyone. I've read some people notify everyone how they are man and their authority and they're sovereign of God. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like, <laughs> I was like, what are you trying to get in trouble? Huh? 
Should we get lucky you open? You're opening a can of worms. You're making claims. You know, if, you, why, if you're the king, are you going to go over to, you know, if you're the king of England, are you going to go over to Russia and go, I'm the king of England, and, and what I say goes where I live? You know? I'm not yeah. saying that that's, you know, where you are, you're in charge. Right? I'm saying, but where I'm at, I'm in charge of, of, of what I am. I'm the king of all that I, you know, can see. <laughs> you know, he's, he's, the king's not giving notice to, to everybody else. Well, yeah, instead of, instead no of noticing, just rescind the contract. See what happens. See what happens. Have, well, have, I, I, I try to deal with, an inter, with interlopers as they are meddling. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because why should and you know what I am so guilty of this because I've spent years in cases against officials and you know it's ridiculous yeah, yeah. the amount of time and stacks of paper that I've written on you know to, to government officials uh, and these are of lawsuits not not you know notice hey I'm not a party to your scrap you know right right um, these are I spent time after time lawsuits. Feeling, you know, like I was the that I was victimized, and I'm not saying that I wasn't, okay, by government or they tried to victimize me, okay, because I harmed no one, okay, and I tried to make them understand that they do not care to understand that at all, not unless it's right then and there, okay. If if some senator gets your letter or your notice or whatever, uh unrequested or unrequired, it goes in the round file. You think that they're going to keep, you know, that they're going to just keep this here? I don't think they even now, open again, it. Well, yeah, they may not even open it. But, again, oh. it's, a little, it's a little different when you're, when you're approaching a trustee, a public trustee, uh, of which you have a trust established with, like the DMV or the oh, IRS yeah. or any of those, where you're notifying them in, in, you know, pertaining to the account that is there in trust, okay, or the, whatever assets are in trust, and you demand a full accounting because they've breached the trust and you no longer trust them, okay? That's not rescission, okay? That's just collapsing a trust. And that what happens when a trust collapses? It's either bankrupt or it has to, uh, you know, it has to uh, dispense, with the assets to the beneficiaries, and they become the owner. And then the title goes back to being one well, instead I, of split. Well, my second card, uh, when, I, when I send, uh, when I send uh, um, affidavit for the, for the titleship, uh, the court clerk, to right. get my MSO back, and they, call, they called me and they asked me, do you have a bill of sale, you know? From the trustees, right? And yes, I said, I bet they do. And I was like, "Well, you don't believe me?" I was like, "She's like, well, we'd like to see bill of sale with a couple of signatures on it." So I just made well, it. Bill yes. of sale is the I'm evidence. The bill of sale is the evidence. I think they want to just make sure, you know, that um, you know, because not a lot of people do that. So that's my second well, point. They, they, what they are looking for is they're looking for evidence that the, that it was conveyed to you legitimately by the previous owner. That was in trust with them. Yeah, they don't believe my word, yeah. 
Right. Well, again, when you when you present a claim, and that's what you're doing, you're claiming that property now belongs in private trust. So when you send a claim or notice of a claim, you have to present the evidence that that you know that backs up and and holds up your claim. Otherwise, it's unfounded. Well, I gave them 15 days to show highest claim on my property, and they called me within three days. There you go. Asking me to send a bill of state, like we have a bill of state. So, so again, you don't want to send them the original. You want to hang on to that no, because that's your absolute no, evidence. I, no, I, I already. It's in the paperwork. It says I, I have copies. I'll send you a copy. The original, I'm going to keep for my. I right. don't even have. So. Right, and that's fine. If they're asking, okay, you bring because you're bringing a claim. They're asking you prove your claim. Where's the evidence? Well, here's the evidence. This was conveyed to me. I am the owner. I, I no longer require uh, this property to be in trust, so I'm, you know, I'm basically I'm taking the claim ticket, right, the certificate of title, and I'm yep. trading it into, uh, le- you know, uh, a lodial title. I'm getting full title is going back to one, or excuse me, split title is going back to one. Yeah, and what they do is they're not going to send me original because they don't have it or they have it, but they, all they're going to do is they're going to basically authenticate the bill of sales in something in that order, and they'll send me the letter as a, like, either another title with some sort of stamp or some kind of paperwork that, because I send a letter to DMV director, and they never right. respond. You want nothing. But once I send to court clerk, they respond then. Somehow they both talk to each other for some reason. Right. So, but right. themselves doesn't work because I tried. They don't, they. So you said you did that through the court? Yes. So I sent it, yes. <laughs> well, that right there shows that the administrator or the person claiming right. to be the judge is administrating yeah. for that trust, which is the DMV trust. Yes, because you go through the court clerk, you do registration, fellowship, and all that. Because... Before, it didn't work with the DMV, like I said. But then I read a little more. I researched it, and I'm like, whoa, I've seen people have done this. Let's try it. So I did it, and it worked. There you go. You so collapsed the truck. Well, you yeah, collapsed the truck. And I said, if you don't respond within this, I'm, you know, default, boom. And then I can I don't know, make some well, because they are they are a trust, and they have fiduciary responsibility to respond. And if you're claiming that you no longer trust their in their ability to manage your your assets, or, or you don't or you don't want them to in the first place, which is what happens when you bring uh, you know a certificate of title that was signed by the previous owner and the uh, bill of sale, which is your evidence of the transfer of ownership you the the trust is still in um the previous owner's name that property is still recognized in the public trust being uh trust for the previous owner okay so by you notifying me just saying hey uh this isn't going to be managed by the dmv it's going to be managed privately and, uh, um, you know, here's the certificate of title. Give me the legal title. Well, that's why people take their title and they go to GMV and ask them to destroy drivers. Like, you don't go. You go to, to the court. 
court clerk. That's how, you know, the main guy. Yeah, well, again, there, the, that court, especially, you know, you know any, any court that's ever acted as a traffic court, those, those traffic rules are the constitution of the DMV. Yep. And their trustee, and the judge is acting as a trustee for the DMV, an administrator. So that's why it makes sense to go to the court. Well, you see, I didn't know that before either, because I thought it would give me and Department of Transportation. I tried out them. And then Secretary of State and Secretary of State Senate, they said, we have, we have, they said something like, you got to go through uh, Department of Transportation, something like this. And uh, uh, it never worked. So I was like, okay, I'm kind of stuck. And then I went to the well, court. And again, I any, any, anyone claiming to be a judge in a traffic court is a trustee for the DMV. Well, the they're, administrating, they're administrating over violations, DMV constitutional violations. And I'm saying well, yeah. the DMV code. Well, that's why you don't go to Department of Transportation Court. You go to district attorney, you know, you mean district court. See, Department of Transportation needs the rules, but you don't go to their court, which you're supposed to. But you go to district court, completely opposite. And why is that? Huh? Well, anywhere that you would go to, you know, if if you got a traffic ticket, whatever court that you're going into for that traffic ticket is the trustee. The judge there is the administrator for the DMV for that ticket. He's obviously for that specific trust on the subject matter, which is or the res of that trust, which is your vehicle. Or you, if you have permission to use a vehicle. Because you're in the shipping lanes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then they'll send you to the clerk to go pay so that you can get through the gate. <laughs> That's right. So, But you had luck with it twice. And, and again, all you did was collapse the trust and prove you, you, you basically, you, you um, redeemed the certificate of title for legal title. And that collapses any trust between them. They no longer have legal title. They can no longer make the rules over that subject matter. Only you can do that now. Or whoever you entrust or if you put it in trust. But yes. you've created... Whenever, whenever anybody buys a new car or dealership, they're supposed to they're supposed to um, relinquish the M, M, uh, MSO to the buyer. But right. they, do that in they do that in the paperwork, but they never tell you. So when you sign the contract, you basically give up the right because they don't tell you. So they kind of it's I mean it's unlawful and illegal. It's under that what it says. Yeah, I, I just try to keep it simple where you, you know, you're managing the affairs or, or, or the, you know, you're entrusted with the property, the vehicle or whatever you want to call it, okay? It's yours. You are entrusted with it. You're the administrator. You're the only one that can make, you know, uh, choose what to do with it. And, again, well, yeah. if there was a contract between the previous owner and the DMV, then that contract, you know, the notice is sent. Notice is sent that, you know, along with the evidence, the bill of sale and the uh, 
certificate of title, and that trust is collapsed. Legal title goes back and joins with beneficial title, and there's your allodial title. There's your ownership. There's your ability to manage your own property. Well, that's right. That's why when people register in the vehicles, getting all their non stuff, right, they become part owner, not even owner, part lease, whatever, and the state owns it, the vehicle, but they don't pay anything for it. You have to pay for everything. Registration, <laughs> you know, I, I actually asked once, I was like, you know what, if you want me to do all this, why don't you just pay for all that for me? Because, you know, if you let me buy Right, if they're the trustee, they're supposed to have the fiduciary responsibility. Right? I know, and I, she smiles. I, I need my car cleaned every morning and, 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 and right. warmed up before I go out to get in it. Uh, you know, I need to, uh, I you know, I need to make sure that it's full of gas and, and uh, yeah. uh, tires, everything. Oil. Everything. I could probably send him a bill for the last how many years I, you know, used every. Well, if, you, know? you know, theoretically, and three, theoretically, if they were the trustee, yeah, you could. Uh, you know, if you blew a tire going through a pothole of, of a road that they were supposed to maintain, you know, they're in trust. But where do they get it? Where are they getting the money to be fiduciaries anyway? They're stealing it in taxes and then doing it again through fees or fines. That's a profit from the res of the trust, which is a breach of trust in the first place. And again, I say none of it's legitimate. None of, of course, it. Yes. yes. And most people who work there, they don't really know the, you know. No, they know they know their job and their job only. Yes, okay? that's right. Collect yeah. the application, collect the money, take the picture, give them the little card, and send them on their way. They have no idea that it's even a trust situation. Yeah, they're clueless. Well, I don't know. They're, you know, they're trained. The fools are the ones that keep going in there and setting the trusts up, thinking that they have to go and get their vehicles and their property and register everything they have with this uh, fiction, you know, that's trying to play God over everybody. That's what they do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most people, well, most people don't understand it, but if you, they're just afraid. Literally, they're afraid. I mean, my neighbor, my neighbor always tells me, he's like, you still driving? Because I told him like a year ago. So he asked me, he's like, what's with these license plates? I was like, I made them. He's like, you can do that? They allow you to do that in Colorado? I was like, yeah. yeah. I was like, I just made him and I'm going. And you know, he kind of thought I, they, they actually issued to me. But then he's like, Man, did did you really make him with the issue that like you made him uh, some, you know a special? I was like, no, man, I made him in the garage myself. You know what? You know what I find funny about what you just said? He, he uh, said they allow they allowed you to do that. Yes, yeah, which like they is which is the statist answer. That's the answer. That's the statist yeah. answer. Are did you get their permission to to go yeah. to the bathroom this morning or or wear two different yeah. color socks or? You know, did they give you permission to breathe? And and that's a fear mentality. And we got to get rid then, of that. Well, then then when he found out that I had a 
they, they get pulled me over and all this nonsense. They took my license plate and my car was parked. He's like, what happened to your license plate? I was like, they took it. He's like, oh, man, are you in trouble? I'm like, no. And then when I <laughs> beat the court, when I beat the, key, the court and stuff, he, and I put new ones, and he's looking, he's like, man, there's something to it, man. Yeah, he's like, is. Now he's wondering what's happening here. Yeah. I only told him you gotta look into it, just man, you know, like but you know, most people And for 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 everybody that doesn't know, Yuri um had his case in, in Colorado on the eighteenth of September and uh he did use the uh notice and memorandum and they literally shut down the case, shut down the courtroom, uh dismissed everybody because of new evidence and dismissed the charges. Um, and, it's, and it's interesting because uh, before you came on, Yuri, we did have a question about uh, dismissal and discharge we were talking about. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Two different things. You yeah. know, rather than, you know, instead you could have objected to the dismissal and had it discharged against the arresting officer and the bond, you know, the prosecutor for bringing yeah, the action. Well, yeah, you only, you only and they would have gotten you know, stuck like, with the bill. <laughs> yeah, I got. I it only clicked after I walked out. I was driving. I was like, "Man, why didn't I object?" Okay, but yeah, because you're high on the hog. You 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 win, and and good well, yeah. good on you. <laughs> yeah, what well, he says in the best interest of justice would like to dismiss all the charges from this. Uh, what he he calls me one of them. He calls me one of them. Is that one of them? Yeah, <laughs> and and, uh, and you know she had all the paperwork. The the, the you know the role, the woman in rope, and she signed it right there and stepped forward, walked towards me, and just gave. But what I'm saying, they had it. So why all this show, all this waste of my time? Well, because, because it's the court, just like the king's court. It was always a show. Well, I know that, but I'm just, <laughs> I just—I don't know. I guess yeah. It's always a show. Again, they try to bow out gracefully. That's why they emptied the courtroom before, you know, letting you know that you won. Well, when I walked out, people who were there, old mass, they they were like in in the shock, like what's happening? Like what is happening? Are you like a murder somebody? You guys had a, you know, like something like big happened, you know? Because well, they again, they look at us, they look at us like we're terrorists, and all we want to do is be left alone. Yeah. Well, that's how they feel. When I was walking away, they were like thinking like cops gonna arrest me because that's you know who does that? So they were a little shocked. When I walked out, I yeah. asked it. And they were just staring at me. I got a video on YouTube that's got like almost 400,000 hits. And um, it was a bunch of cops surrounding my son and I. Um, it's about an hour long. It's uh, anyway, they were, you know, and all these different cops from three different agencies surrounding us and all that to give me three little tickets, um, which they wouldn't have done. You know, I served them notice right away, and I, you know, it, it's um, and this is going back, I don't know, five or six years ago, and this is what started. What happened was, the um, the state highway patrol pulled my son over on the highway, and then basically kidnapped him. I was on the phone listening to the whole thing. My son was absolutely peaceful, uh, you know. Next thing I know, his phone falls to the floor. I call up the uh, the local jail and ask, where does this, the highway patrol take its prisoners? 
and and I'm talking. You know, first I asked for the supervisor. So this is the supervisor of the of the jail, and he turns around and says to me, "Yeah, sometimes to the hospital, sometimes to the morgue, and sometimes they just leave them in a ditch." I said, "You, hmm. you know, I mean, at that point I had you know flames shooting out of my ears, and I was already on my way to the jail, and uh, you know, but again, these people do not." care no when you go no, in so. yeah right but when when we got pulled over we had all these cops they shut down i, I pulled off uh, to private property at a um at a business actually it was a storage facility and uh the lady inside was literally hiding under her desk she thought that there were terrorists on the front yard you know in the in the parking yep. lot and these guys are out there looking like gunslingers, you know, surrounding my car. And, uh, you know, we had some dialogue for a while, but, uh, you know, in the end they're like, well, you can't use, you know, you can't use this car to get down the road. I says, yeah, well, obviously you're, you're blocking my way. You move, I'll get the hell out of here, you know? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> they, they <laughs> you know, all those guys, and then I got video of them, you know, from their cars and, you know, just the trickery that they use. Like, he tried to go over and look at the VIN number on my vehicle because at the time I was using a literally a private property on a sign as my can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like and that's what, like exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. Private property. But they tried to make it their own, and you know they. Uh, and I was it was funny because I was actually on my way back from the impound yard, who tried to charge me five hundred dollars to get it out because they took it when they arrested my son. And oh, I told yeah. her, I said, well, I said, well, you know what? In a normal situation, that might work out for you. I said, but in this situation, Montana does not have ownership. Uh, or legal title to my property. This is private trust property, and right now you're in possession of private property, and that's theft, grand theft. <laughs> She's like, oh, just take it. I don't care. I just don't want to get involved. And she gave me the vehicle without charging me the $500 that they were supposed to charge me. And uh, they they should, split, yeah. what they split with the police department. You know? Well, yeah, we call the same people. They all have contracts with cops. Yeah. We call the same people. Well, I, I was on my way when that video took place. I was literally on my way back from, from the impound yard. And uh, we get surrounded okay. by all these cops. And took two years, a little over two years. But, uh, again, they failed to prosecute. Yeah, wow. I think, I think different states, different uh, counties, cops are more rotten, you know? Well... I'm in the, you know, I'm in the, I'm in the wilderness. These, you know, there's, there's very few. There's only ten thousand state employees in the state of Montana. And so, they're still bad, you know. Man, this should, man. Well, it's, you know, it's, these are these towns and and cities have been run by the same families for years and years and years. You know, and they they think that whatever they say goes. You know, they make it up as they go, just like everywhere else in the country. It's just not, you know, every, the only thing that's big here are the mountains, you know. <laughs> Policy forces, yeah. Rabbit. Yeah, so, yeah, so 
Anyway, do we have any other questions? I, I yeah, go ahead. Talking about any other yeah, dialogue? Yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks, you. Uh-huh. I'm going to listen. we got about a half hour. We've got about a half hour left, and uh, we'll open it back up here if you want to join the conversation or change the direction of it altogether. Feel free. The floor is yours. No. We're going to end early tonight. <laughs> no, no more questions. Come on, one more. Uh, Dave, did you get my and text, uh, my email? Who's this? Oh, this is Yuri again, because nobody's talking. So I, was, I thought I was going to ask you real quick. Did you get <laughs> okay. I'm not sure if I did or not. Okay. All right. When did you send it? Uh, yes, uh, this morning. I may or may not have. I've been... I've, Sundays are really busy for me, but I'll, I'll look. Okay, what was it? Fine. What was it for? Is it something that you wanted to bring up on on the show? Uh, well, we, I was going to call you because you asked me to bring up about the trust, the self. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, I forgot it. This. Uh, oh, I think actually, I think I just saw that recently. You sent me a something, yeah, yeah, something on that. Yeah, I wanted to find out what you think about that. Give me a second. No. See if I can see real quick. Is it a self-declared trust, something like that? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, again, what 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 are you meaning in that res- uh, respect? The self-declared trust. Well, trusts Where? are declared, but you can't be all the parties in the trust. Well, there's no trust in that. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm trying to figure out how to be trustee. Okay. And again, so, yeah, that's, I don't know if we got time to go into all of this right no, no, now. Yeah, that's all right. No, it's, it's a yeah, good question. I mean, I, I'm just wondering, you say, you know, it says self declared trust. And, you know, you, you, it's always the grantor's declaration. But, um, you know, then they, they declare a trust between you and them, and you follow their right. rules. That's an indenture. And then right. you have your beneficiaries. Yes, but where I want to be a sole trustee also. Well, you can be a sole trustee, and, and you know, that's fine. Uh, we can discuss trust structures uh, privately if you'd like, and uh, I can explain it to you in detail. Yeah, because I made bond. I mean, I made good ones, but I want to get. I'm trying to do something really perfect, but uh, so that's why, you know, I want to ask you a few questions. So, but yeah. uh, we'll get in. I'll call you some other time or email you. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Do we have any other questions? Get about 25 minutes, and I will stay right to the end. Oh, I will also mention if you are interested in finding out more about trust and living private, you can go to uh, my website, which is bulletproofsolutions.org. You can reach out to me there. Uh, 
you know, sign up and uh, set up a uh, consultation, and I'm happy to talk to you in detail about uh, trust and living privately and how to go about doing that. Um, you know, and again, if it's something where you're trying to uh, collapse trusts and transfer assets into private trusts, um, that's what I help people to do. <laughs> so um, you can get a hold of me on the website, bulletproofsolutions.org. You can reach out to me on Facebook, David Horowitz, or the How to Win in Court Without a Liar page, which is also on Facebook. Um, you can uh, reach out to me by email. My email is a, the letter A, freemaninbabylon at gmail.com. And um, happy to answer any of your questions. Uh, Daniel, if you're David, still on, on the line. Yep, who's that? Rich, California. David, um, hey. where is, how you doing? Uh, interesting discussion tonight. <clears throat> where is the memorandum for the judicial notice? <clears throat> when, uh, I think it was Anki, Anki sent me the, the two of them. I don't know who Anki That was is, me. But, uh, that was me. Oh, that's you. Okay. <laughs> Anki yeah. Adam. Uh, there wasn't a A N K N E E Annie Adam. That's uh, I am man in Hebrew. So. I am man. Ah, okay. Thank you. Uh, yeah, there wasn't a link for the memorandum, and it's not in the uh, judicial notice. I don't think, unless I missed it. No, they should be two separate documents. One's a PDF, the other's a, a Word doc. Um, if you shoot me another email, Rich, and and. Uh, just shoot an email to me and, and remind me, and I'll send you. Uh, I'll send it to you again. The memorandum. Thank you kindly. I yield. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, Dave, uh, what's that? You asked if I was still on the call, and I'm still here. Oh well, there you are. Hey, Daniel. Um, I was going to say if you would like to. Uh, Give out your information again for uh, Thursday's show. I'm going to mention as well that uh, I have been uh, uh, asked to be a guest on, on uh, Daniel's Thursday evening call, um, House of Prayer, and it's a, a law group they've been doing for quite some time. Um, and I am very happy that uh, to, that I to have met Daniel and, and to be on his show and um, you know, or to be on the call and, and um, he allowed me to share some of the things that I, you know, I share on the show as well. But if you would like to uh, join, I'm sure there, the, there's room there, Daniel, right? And uh, yes, you can give them the information and a little more information about what it is you do uh, since we got a few more minutes here. And uh, I absolutely appreciate what you do, which is why I'd like for you to on Thursday night and what it is you guys are doing and how my listeners can get on there as well. Yeah, okay. So um, Thursday night at 6.30 Central Time, uh, dial in number 712-770-4160, participant code 845-576. And uh, we have the House of Prayer gathering with uh, with Davis, our um uh, special guest here. It's a pretty good energy. I happen to feel that um, it's been pretty good, Dave. I mean, we seem to complement 
in that uh, I ask you know, questions and spur you on. Sometimes I have some good things to share, hopefully. And um, we seem to have uh, the same kind of format where we bring up presentation and then open up for question and answers. And so um, uh, please, uh, if you feel in inclined to join or send somebody, uh, you're more than welcome. We're in the Fayetteville, Arkansas area. And uh, I, like Dave, have been at this for some time and um, 30 years. Uh, 29 of which I traveled on the road without a driver's license. I bring experience to the table as well. Uh, lots of bumps and bruises too. Uh, we can we can share good times and bad times and some in between. But it's a it's a good call and and uh, we have a um, some people that uh, that I'm familiar with and affiliated with and and uh, I, I I send out notices to. So it's an entirely different uh, group of people. We had 71 uh, uh, one night, 40 the other night. So I, I never know how many people are going to get on, but hundreds I, I notify. So um, I'll, be, I'll be giving them a little more notice uh, this week. I'm going to try something different. I'm going to try to give them notice about a day and a half ahead of time and see how that works. Uh, yeah, and with I that many people, we get a lot of interaction and a lot of questions. Lot that, of questions. You know, really makes a great dialogue. Yeah, there's a, there's quite a bit of uh, well, there's a lot of interaction tonight too. Good good conversation, good spiritual conversation. I appreciate everybody that's on this call as well. But you're more than welcome to join and bring anybody you want. And uh, if you're coming through Fayetteville, Arkansas, know that there's an assembly here and uh, people that care and and uh, share love. And uh, we know know that we're believers by our love, and so you'll feel it through here. And uh, just uh, it's good to know coming through the Ozarks. So Thanks, that's everybody and everybody's welcome. Thank you. All right. Yeah, well, hold, we got a few more minutes. Let's go ahead. Hold on. Um, uh, the fellow that was speaking, uh, I think you gave your email address earlier. Let me make sure. Right. You were talking you, about you Daniel. It, yeah. Did Daniel yep. give it out? Okay, then yeah, I yeah. have it. I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to you. I have a uh, a young lady there who's uh, uh, she's got she was drunk driving and uh, she's she she didn't have her child in the car, but she's uh, in a uh, you know in family court services right now, and I think she's trying. She's thinking about getting a liar, and I suggested maybe not. And I said, let me see if there's somebody in the area that might give you some guidance or point you in a direction that might be helpful. I don't know, Daniel, if that might be you, but I'm going to reach out to you by that email. Anything we can do to help, that's what, uh, you know, This the motto of the house prayer is Isaiah 58.6, and that's just, it's just not the facet I've chosen, to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burden, to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke. That's a tall order to fulfill, but I believe that we are in the uh, in created image of God, and this is what our uh, duties and challenges are in this particular realm that we're living in. So be faithful to do that, or be faithful to endeavor to do that, and we'll be walking in the footsteps of our Savior, and we're to, as He walked, we're to walk as well. So um, I'll do whatever I can. Oh, you know, I should send her to the, give her the contact information for the call. Yeah, she knows she made a mistake. I mean, um, she didn't harm anyone. No one was harmed. So uh, no property was, was harmed. Was well, damaged. no crime so, committed them. 
So no crime was committed, and there's no reason that she should have her ex use that over her head um, to gain leverage to get get her get the child in in their uh, divorce. So um, she's hoping to somehow make it go away. <clears throat> I sh- I'll send her to the call as well. Right. Thank Is you. Is that rich? Yep. Yep. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, we've got a few more, uh, few more minutes. If anybody else would like to ask a question or talk about a topic for the next 20 minutes, feel free. The floor is yours. Yes. Uh, this is Randy John in Arkansas. Hey, Randy John. How are you? Good. Thank you. Hey, um, listen, we have a, a, a friend that's in jail, in prison, actually. I guess he's been there over a year or so. And wondered if he had any thoughts on how to get somebody out of prison. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, we were, you know, Daniel and I were speaking about this earlier. Uh, you know, again, I actually think it was Daniel I was speaking with us about earlier in the day. Um, using the notice in the memorandum along with a writ of habeas corpus is not a bad idea. Okay. I guess he is, uh, this individual has just dropped his, uh, his liar and is looking for other avenues. The uh, uh, gentleman's actually a, a, a surgeon and um, gotten some uh, uh, falsely accused or whatever, so we'd like to help him um, uh, try and uh, get released from uh, prison. So you guys have access to the case files. I'm happy to look and see if I can, can't add something to it. Um, you All know, right. an extra pair of eyes, I'm happy to do so. Um, you know, but I, you know, if he's in jail already, he's already been convicted, um, you know, uh, uh, again, a uh, writ of habeas corpus along with the uh, notice and, and uh, memorandum of, of uh, law on religious freedom, you know, he has that same right again, and it's a, it's, a, it's a direct challenge to the original subject matter jurisdiction over him in the first place. Okay. I understand he's and never that, been to trial. Never gone to trial at all. So he's still oh, he is he, never he's never been convicted, never been convicted, never gone to trial, and it's been three years in prison. He's been there for three years and has still never been convicted. Yeah, a writ of habeas corpus and and that notice and memorandum should do quite a bit to help that situation. Okay, all right, but, but we I should get in touch with you. Uh, to, to take a look at the. Um, you know, take a look at the uh, the case files because if they're, I mean, if they're, he's not convicted, then you know that's uh, cruel and unusual, very unusual. Other than you know, political prisoners or people they deem to be terrorists, you know, they can keep without charge or or without conviction. But three years—that's a long time. Well, it's going on with four years come November, evidently. Um, evidently, wow. this individual's got lots of. Uh, uh, funds behind him, and so his attorney was uh, just, you know, tapping into nope. his, uh, his his account for the last three or four years. 
Wow. Yeah, well, power of attorney goes. Uh, that's why I don't like <laughs> giving uh, representatives any power of attorney because that's exactly what they do. That's exactly okay. what they do. They milk, milk the accounts. And uh, how, how – why? I mean, he couldn't bond out or anything like that. I, I, I'd love to know some of the details of the case. If you hire a lawyer, you're already you're already the only, this, uh, the only way you can. This go to individual <clears throat> owns. A, I should let you talk to Donnie. He's actually his his friend, but he owns a, a couple of airplanes and helicopter and and. Uh, a uh, uh, large uh, RV, and uh, they're they're wanting his property, evidently. It sounds like it. It sounds yeah. like, uh, you know, he's, you know, here, go to war while I, you know, go sleep with your wife. <laughs> That's right. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. doesn't sound kosher to me, but I'm happy to look at it with you guys and see if we can come up with something. Well, we've had a difficult time here, I guess, because he's had a an attorney that he's putting all his faith in, but just recently he has dropped the uh, dropped the liar. So, anyway, so now we're able to maybe do something. Yeah, and, and again, I mean, uh, you know, if he's been there for three, almost four years without conviction. I mean, what was the charge in the first place? I mean. <laughs> Evidently, um, he's a child. He's a, a child surgeon, and he was mm-hmm. uh, showing another surgeon a uh, a surgery that he had done on a child, and uh, they got him. Yeah, he was exchanging pictures, and and evidently uh, they got him for pornography or something. Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, I like that. I mean, again, they've got it. What happened with all the discovery evidence? Do you have access? There, there hasn't been any. There hasn't been any discovery. I guess they're they're just doing whatever they can to to bleed this guy. So um, we'll have to. Yeah, we'll have to rid of habeas corpus. I mean, the guy right now is a, a political prisoner because. Otherwise, you know, he would have been charged, convicted, and then confined. But this guy is serving a sentence for for something he's never been convicted of. That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah, that sounds like to me a writ of habeas corpus, and uh, that notice and memorandum goes a long way in questioning their authority to begin with. Subject matter jurisdiction. Over him, okay. All right. Well, I tell you what, we uh, maybe Daniel and myself and Donnie and Doyle. I don't know if you remember us, uh, but yep, maybe we'll, we'll get together and uh, maybe we could talk about this. What Thursday night or maybe uh, some uh, yeah after privately the, some after other the time. call on Thursday night or uh, Fridays are fine too. But uh, we'll we'll put some time for. I'll, I'll definitely make time for that. Sure, that'd be awesome. Appreciate it, David. Yeah. Good show. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Thank you. All righty. Okay. We have anybody else? I got about ten more minutes before we close uh, close down shop for the night and uh, <laughs> let you guys get back to you enjoying your weekend. But uh, I'll take another question if anybody's got one. 
If not, we're going to say goodnight now. <laughs> Guys, this is I do a, this is not a question. You. Yeah, sure. David, can you hear me? This is not yeah. a question, but I, pa- I passed your number on to a guy who's got uh, marijuana charges on him. Uh, he'll be calling you. Okay. That's fine. Okay, man. Sounds good. Thank you. Got it. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining me tonight. This is How to Win in Court Without a Liar, and I appreciate you guys coming on board tonight and participating. Really good conversation. Thank you. Uh, You guys enjoy the rest of your weekend, and and we'll talk again next week, hopefully. (laughs) Take care, guys. Good night. Yep. Good night, Good night. Guys, everybody. Thank you. Good night. Good night Thank New you. Mexico. Good night. Thank you. Yep. Thanks. Good night. Good night.